Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings Week 15 Picks Against the Spread. Free money, parlays, and or teasers. We'll see which one is which. Maybe there's two this week. That's a spoiler alert. Tim told me that there's two this week. Additionally, we'll have our Omaha Steak Premium Picks of the Week in a cuss corner mini halfway through the show to get everything going. Smash the like. And there are myriad ways to get into the Christmas bonus $2,000 giveaway. There's only $1,500 of the $2,000 left because I gave away $500 of it on Sunday night, the Sunday Night Live show, which is live every single Sunday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. But if you hit the description right now, you will find the link to get your ballots into the draw. Some things are worth more than others. For example, you sub to Mayo Media Network right now, there's one ballot. Boom, you're in. You retweet something on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Boom, there's one per retweet, per share. So there you go. Easy ways to build it all up. The way that you can maximize everything is sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Say something nice about the show. Boom, you're in. You can do the same thing on Spotify. You'll have to, like, screenshot me your Spotify thing so because Spotify doesn't let me know that you're in it. That's seven apiece for those ones. That's a lot of ballots in it. And you can start following the brand-new TikTok account at Mayo Media Net, where we have some of the very best clips. We're putting out, like, one a day up on the TikTok page. Jeff, people were wondering if they're going to see the clip of you yelling at the person bringing their baby to the Blue Jays game. And I found the clip, so it's going up there. It should go up there. I it agree. should go up there. Not to do, it shouldn't have gotten taken down, is what you're saying? Yeah, it shouldn't have gotten taken down. That's that's ridiculous. I was just calling out, you bring your baby front row to an elimination, like Game 7, or I think it was a Game 5, but, you know, the Game 7, you're in the action, and something an incident happens on the field and the fans kind of, you know, tilt in this town as they do. And then there's beer shower. That's on you. Like if you could afford row one seat one, I'm not talking about row one seat one. I'm talking about row one, row a double a seat one. You can afford a goddamn sitter. I don't give a shit. Oh, that just fired me up again. I still don't like that woman. I still don't like that woman. <laughs> it was the no, that what, that's child endangerment. That's child endangerment. You don't bring your child, an infant and baby newborn to an elimination postseason game, you psychopath. 
It was the single most viral clip we produced in four years, and they made us take us down. Well, that's why, you know, contributing factors. I don't know. That's crazy. The, you know, the lady in HR didn't like it. <laughs> she wasn't even in HR. She was Len's secretary. <laughs> the, 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 the executive secretary. That's another thing. These executive secretaries, no one probably wields outside the executive. They wield so much power. It's all, listen, it pays. You be nice to the secretary. You're always pleasant to secretaries, uh, you know, people who can help you in life. I don't doubt that, but that was, uh, that, that one, oh, I've forgotten about that. Now I'm annoyed. Well, we should probably bring in the third member of the team. He's right here. The coin is live and in action, still not watching any of the games, but currently tied for first in the spread pick'em for the year, so maybe watching games doesn't actually help you whatsoever. Who knows? And then the fourth member of the team. Well, Jeff won the Battle of Acho. This is the general who really had the strategic plan to get that victory. It is... Franz and August. Tim and August. That's uh, not my name. My name is Liam Neeson. I'm a Welsh actor. He's actually very talented. That's who I am. Working out a new impression. I think it's actually pretty good. Who was who that of? It's Liam Neeson. My name is Liam Neeson. I'm a is, Welsh actor. Isn't Liam I played Neeson a few Irish? different roles. No, I believe he's from Wales. That's one. That's a really bad one. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> Were you just watching a movie before you came on, or something? No. Like what? That's a real random one to. I was working on it this weekend. And that's not even his signature like line, is it? From that movie Taken or something? Like, um... I have a very particular set of skills, Jeffrey. Yeah, that's not it. That's not it. Like, that's the line, but your delivery, you're off. I don't know what you're being. I'm being a very good impersonator. I think you're distracting from Pat's lead-in, which is uh, you've been up to something. Up to what? We, we know. <laughs> that's what I've been trying to figure out. No, we know what you've been up to, pal. And Jeff is reaping the benefits of it this week. All you wanted to do is curse poor Tua. So all you had to do finally was throw all your support behind him. And what happens? He melted, melted away. I was reading they brought heaters on the sidelines in that game. It's 55 degrees in Los Angeles, even though there is a little breeze going through that place. It's not a true dome. They needed heaters on the sidelines in Los Angeles. Good luck in Buffalo. Oh, my God. What a trash team. I knew. I was right from the jump. You you know, you, you show any semblance. The, the Chargers have the worst defense in football, and they somehow shut you down, like without their quote-unquote stars, like Derwin James and Joey Bosa. Uh, they still managed to play good defense. Like, wow, what a performance. What a performance. You should be very proud of yourself. I thought you really acquitted yourself. Two games on Sunday Night Football this year, Dolphins could not have looked worse. So I Tua guess could not have looked worse. I guess people are asking, is two of the new Kirk Cousins? Maybe. I mean, I think those are the only two primetime games he participated in, right? Uh, I think, oh, he actually would have played maybe in that last year New Orleans game where he played just god-awful again, but they did win that game because... The Ian Book game. Ian Book could not throw the ball down the field. 
Yeah, you guaranteed that the Saints would win that game, by the way. So no wonder Miami won. Yeah. Anyway, what can I say? Uh, other than that was a very poor performance from what is a very poor team. Jeff, how does it feel to be on the other side of the Andercurse for once? Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know, because he somewhere in that five game winning streak, he turned. He was like incredibly emphatically starting to put this praise upon the Dolphins. And uh, I don't know. I'm really lucky that that turned into a Sharps versus Squares game. And there's nothing better than being on um, like when your team is the sharp side of a Sunday nighter. Total Sharps versus Squares game. Public's either doubling down or trying to win it back. I didn't have a clue that was coming. I was, part of me did try to channel that like Tim Anderson energy that he did before their upset of the Jets, of the Bills. Like, I was in a dark place. I was in a real dark place. That wasn't a put on. And shout out to athletic beat writer, Daniel Popper, I do sometimes, you know, throw some, you know, his like techno beats and his taco reviews, whatever. But he's great at his job. And he answered my question in like a cute. I don't go into Reddit. See, I just talk to a guy who's on the ground and he answered my question in a Q&A and kind of really talked me off a ledge. But that was good. I was in a dark, even Sunday night, Pat. Yeah, I was in were. a dark place. You seem pretty, I you like, seem pretty medicated. I joined you. Oh, I thought, listen. And now I, you've got a chance to win your overs. I you have almost, a real chance to win your overs now. Oh, Tim, yeah, Tim's back on long, board. No, no, I'm, long, not, I'm just saying he's a chance to win his overs. Sunday was a long day. Like, my buddy who we normally go to his place has got, like, the seven TV setups, had to cancel, which was frustrating. And I just used the opportunity to just go to my parents' house who are uh, in Arizona and just enjoy the peace and quiet and watch football. I kind of, like was so nervous for the night. I like I think I greened myself out for the day. Then I came on with you guys. I was just all agitated and shit. Um yeah. So I'm sorry about that. But everything worked out. I I hate being that guy that's just so negative cuz that's not really me. But the ride has just been such a roller coaster. And that was the first they should have won by like 24 points. They should have won by 24 points. The Dolphins might have crossed midfield two times. I don't know what was on that fumble return. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know how Staley schemed that. How he did it was uh, D'Amico Ryan's in San Francisco dropped like an egg, dropped an egg, like just pressure these guys, jam these guys, make Tua throw to the outside. Make him throw to the numbers on the outside, on the sidelines. These are throws that he struggles to make. And he couldn't, he didn't even, they even showed them on the clips. I've watched a lot of this post game, as I should. I'm a, sometimes the internet hates me, sometimes the internet loves me. Okay? And he was just afraid to make certain throws. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. Uh, it was not a good look, but... I think everyone, myself included, needs to just take a big breath, take a step back, like just just relax. Because dolphin fan, like the dolphin fans that I'm seeing on the internet, and I'm not even talking about Reddit. I'm talking about more of like the mainstream content 
uh, they're kind of in like a pretzel right now uh, about Tua, about their coach. And they need to just just enjoy Like, they're eight and four. They're having a great season. Tua has proven that that floor we worried about, like he's not what he was last week, and he's not an MVP candidate. And Three those and five. Are, and, and and Herbert, yeah, the guy didn't play well while playing through a rib fracture with Josh Palmer's number one and trying to get along with DeAndre Carter and Michael Bandy. It As also forget, helps that Miami just decided not to run the football. You are the worst team in the NFL. We I've were ever winning seen. first just about, down. I don't know. You're one magical. of the worst teams in the NFL I've ever seen at, at stopping the run. Everybody gashes you every week, and yet Miami decides we're just not going to run the football. Like it's just as much McDaniel being a bad coach on Sunday night as it was Stanley. Yeah, he didn't coach things. a good game. He and coached time, a very bad game. For whatever reason, we knocked them off their timing. Because you made all your mistakes. You know, you screwed oh, up that, on oh fourth, fourth and goal. Uh, you had to fumble at the end of the game that 99% of the time gets recovered and you lose the game. I, you had the fumble this. that went I, for a touchdown. You yeah. did all the Chargers stuff you always do. And, 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 Tim, this is like the difference. If that was the Bengals versus the Dolphins, it's 14 nothing with a snap of a finger. Yes. Not 3 nothing. Like, it's 14 nothing with a snap of a finger. So we're far from perfect. And Justin Herbert is not Patrick Mahomes, and he's probably not Josh Allen. And there's Better. a moxie to Joe Burrow that I only hope with with time we can get just like a drip of just for one season. One season. Give me a drip of that, like, specialness. But I don't know who said I think it was on, like, uh, Craig Carton show or something I was listening to. Felon? Craig Justin Herbert. He's just sometimes. Is he giving you great tips on how to get free cigs in jail? No, listen, I like Craig. <laughs> I like him too, through, but it's funny. He's been through the ringer and he came out the other side. And there's a lot like, listen, far, again, far from perfect, but, um, you know, he kind of put it all out there. And I kind of appreciate that. And I always enjoyed his sports takes before and, and after. But whoever his guest was made a comment it's like, when Justin Herbert doesn't have it, the weapons, the health, the line, he's Bruce Wayne. But when he's got his weapons and he's got his law and he can he can become Batman. And we got to see Batman more often. And Bruce Wayne's cool, but there's a Batman ceiling. And and that's got to come out that's got to come out more. And does it tickle me that like I kind of frazzled the Dolphins? Yeah, it does. Oh, and they're in a they're because like, they lost to the San Fran. They're in a pretzel. More on pretzel this, right now. We're going to talk about the Dolphins here in a second. What I did want to get to before we get too waylaid here, as we're 15 minutes into the show, <laughs> uh, recapping last week the Omaha Stakes Premium Picks of the week. I finally won one after a five game losing streak, so I'm back to seven and seven. Jeff wins because we both had San Francisco as our premium pick of the week, so he's ten and four, tied with Tim who. You know, went with Seattle. Seattle lost to the Darnolds straight up. Did you know, mm-hmm. Tim, that G-Cubis is building a wall and Goodell is going to pay for it? All five 
of the offensive linemen for the Carolina Panthers, all rated more than 57 per pro football focus grade last week. So there's something to do that. And they put up the Panthers Instagram, put up uh, pictures about Victory Monday. But wow, even the liberal media got to Instagram. Not a single picture of 20-time MVP Sam Darnold. Wake up, people. It's true. They, they didn't post a single picture of Sam Darnold after their win. <laughs> well. I'm going to tell you, he he's, didn't play that great. He's coming back to get you for all the bad things that you did to his career. I ho- I'm cheering for him. I know. I, well, that, 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 now, I, now, I want to see them do well. Yes. I want to see them do well. well he doesn't I want, hold no ill will. Whenever you cheered for him, he was terrible. When you cheer against him and pick against him, apparently he's all right. So for the well, year. they can win out and win the division, and we want that because we can't have Tampa in the playoffs. No, we, want, the we, 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 want, Atl- we want Atlanta to we want, we want Atlanta to win the division. So Paul and I yeah, win a bunch Ritter- of money. I know, but they've decided they're not interested in that by playing Ritter Me Timbers, who well, probably, if he's that good, he would have been playing weeks. They basically are playing him as a tryout. So they've kind of given up. So I think we can, Atlanta, I, I don't think, is an option for us here. It's Carolina or bust. Uh, so the picks after last week, I won the week with an 8-5 and five record. Jeff was 5-8. and eight. Is that what you had too, Jeff? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Cust and the coin were both seven and six. That brings the records to 101 and 103 for me, 103 and 101 for Jeff, who's leading, tied with the coin at 103 and 101. Tim, you're in last, but only three games out of first at 100 and 104. It's kind of crazy. It's this close. Yeah, we still have four weeks to go, but I, uh, I feel like I haven't been making very good picks, and yet I'm still staying alive here, so. Yeah, none of us are making very good picks. I think that's kind of the entire point here. <laughs> yeah, Only- well, if I can get above 500 and have a solid super lock record, I feel like I will have given people good value. I, I'm not, I I'm amen not, to that. I'm not sure what a super lock is. I am familiar with the OmahaStakes.com premium yeah. picks of the week, where if you go there right now, you get 50% off site-wide it's not like giving someone some jabroni subway gift card or anything like that for the holidays you can just go on your computer right now and you use promo code mail you get another 40 percent sorry not 40 percent another 40 dollars off the already 50 percent off you just send steaks chicken burgs just straight to someone's house. You, you're, while you're listening to the show, you have it on Apple Podcasts. After you lose your five-star rating and review and getting in that draw and everything like that, just go to omahasteaks.com, send your Christmas gifts out, you're done. By, by the time that we get to like the end of this Dolphins Reddit segment, then you're going to have all your Christmas shopping done. So omahasteaks.com, promo code MAYO, for that extra 40 bucks off, do it right now. Tim, have you done it yet? No. Why? That's because I, I don't know how. I just told you how. Yeah, but that, I need a lot more advice than that, as you know. You're like that old man from that TikTok video today. Not, no, not quite. No, yes. I'm not. Not quite. Well, people said that everyone in that video are actually older than you, and I said that's not true. The 87 in your Twitter handle isn't actually the year you were born. It's the age you identify with. I do not identify as an 87-year-old person. Is it 97? No. I identify as a, in fact, I feel younger than I am. Really? Well, I do. Okay. What? I do. I don't feel my mid 30s. I feel like I'm still in my mid 20s. Really? Yeah, I do. I'm not one of these people who likes to parade around about, oh, how old I am. Every and, oh, time, every so time you old. get, we're watching football. Each time you get up from the sofa, you are limping because your body is so tight. 
I get stiff on occasion. A bit sure. stiff, are you? Okay. Huh? You get, you get a it's bit winter. Stiff? It's winter, right? We all we all get a little stiff in the winter time. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. This hasn't changed since week one. I'm joking. Well, just I'm in a, a sedentary position for an extreme amount of time. So that that's the explanation. And that would make you feel younger, would it? I still, in general, actually feel quite young. I I don't like. I, the the whole discourse of people who are like, oh man, I'm so old now. It's like, no, you're not. Stop I, it. I don't feel. You don't old. know what old I, is. I feel my age. I didn't say you. I didn't, I didn't say you felt. I, I, I think that there people. Are, but there are who, who people do you, that do, do you, like. Who do you hear talk like that? You see it online constantly. You see it. Like, oh, you see a lot I'm of shit that doesn't. I'm so you see old. a lot of like, shit online that you never see in real life. There are. There's a whole contingent of people who love to complain about how quote unquote old they are when they're not old at all. So, I don't understand the the why people do that. I guess they must get something out of it, but I don't understand it. Do they get stiff from it like you do? Do I get stiff from being in a seated position and under a lot of stress for several hours? Sure. Okay, yeah, I do. What other things do you get stiff from? Uh, we're not playing this game. <laughs> How, not playing this how, how about we play the doll? Actually, you lost uh, you lost your free, your free money parlay last week for the money line parlay. Almost went zero and four. By the way, yeah, we should have. Yeah, it would have been nice. Someone could have tailed you the opposite, and made like thirty times their money. Well, this is it. If I'm going to get it wrong, I might as well get it completely wrong. Right? Yeah, that's true. Dolphins Reddit. I got Tim. two for the people this week. Oh, well, okay, that's that's great. I already teased that off the top. Uh, Paul, I, I feel like uh, if everyone is anyone has ever wondered. Why Tim hates the Dolphins so much. This is the answer. Paul? There it is right there, Jeff. You see it? That's a real problem in my life. <laughs> that is a real problem. Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? Every time I go over to visit, what happens immediately? The button gets pushed, and it starts singing that fight song over and over again. Miami and the hat Dolphins. flips back and forth and back and forth. The thing can go back to the bowels of hell from where it was founded. And now they've got this wreath, mom and dad, on the front door, which is a Miami Dolphins wreath. And it just drives me nuts. Like, first, it's Miami. They don't have snow in Miami. It doesn't even make sense for snowmen to be on this wreath in Dolphins outfits waving at me. That thing can go to hell, too. Merry Christmas. I think it's I see it as an affront. I had to go over to feed their cats the other day because they were away. And I was like, I should just take this thing right off the door and hide it. And I was like, no, I can't do that. But I wanted to do that. Just thinking about it, is that something that made you stiff? No, but I stare. I stood at that door like Ebenezer Scrooge when he saw Jacob Marley on the door knocker. I just stared at that wreath for like a good thirty seconds. Like, I hate this thing so much. <laughs> How's Dolphins Reddit these days? It is in a pretty dark place. I have to say, Je- Jeff can give some voice to it as well. And that he's listening to Miami Sports Talk Radio, <laughs> and they're in the exact same position. That people are people are going from Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl before that San Francisco game to people are starting to get real panicked about how many wins does Miami even have left on their schedule. Yeah. And I wasn't listening to Miami local radio. I guess, you know, because the algo got me strong. So some uh, Dan Lebetard show clips came up. And yeah, I listened to probably their first half hour from Monday morning. And they're like arguing with each other. The party is over for the moment. But like I said, like, you know, like, you know, in the same people, even their suggestions, take a deep breath, take a step back. 
you know, let's see. You gotta you gotta adjust to the adjustments. The NFL's a league of adjustments. They had it easy. Teams were playing them in zone and they're just hitting their timing plays. Now uh Ryan's in San Francisco was the first one to say, no, let's challenge them. Let's challenge them. Let's take away the timing of Tua. See what happens. It was successful. Everyone assumed the Chargers have nobody on defense. True. The Chargers haven't stopped anybody this year. True. This is like an for the EPA, you know, matchups. This was like a a a a matchup in heaven. In heaven on paper for the EPA lovers. And they probably thought, yeah, so what? San Francisco tried to do it. We've got no chance of doing it. And the Chargers did it with with exponentially less pressure on the quarterback, might I add. We don't put pressure on quarterbacks. We don't have anything that San Fran had to like actually put you into a real a real pickle. But the scary thing for Tua in the game that I saw was nothing could happen for him on like uh what do you call it like um like once the play goes into freelance mode once like that read isn't there and now you have to take the play and improvise just done is done they're done unless he wanted to take off and run and we know like that's just not a recipe for them or him if he's going to survive anything um but again he shouldn't be his season's been exceptional to define it by this would be ridiculous the concern is now it's the worst spot game in the entire NFL calendar they walk into. And if they lose that game and a couple other things happen in the playoff picture, like myself, Tim, the Patriots, we're in this like muck. We're in a muck. We're in the mud. The Dolphins right now are above the mud. They're in like that just upper layer. They got like a pinky dirty. But Saturday don't go right. If they lose Saturday, welcome to the mud. Welcome to the mud. If they lose Saturday, I think they're going to have to beat us in the last week of the year to get in the playoffs. Well, I don't know. Almost almost no matter what. Almost no matter what. Let's try this out. Paul, can you bring it up on the screen? It was at Jeff's suggestion. I think every week from here on out, we should do at least the AFC playoff pitcher. And Tim, your favorite, the playoff machine. Playoffs! Here we go. Playoffs? There's the machine. Should Tim be allowed to pick the Jets games, or should me and Pat pick them? Well, I'm going to pick them honestly, because I don't think they're all wins. No, I know. That's changed. You're trying to, like, you're trying to use powers now with your attitude. I've seen your attitude on Twitter. I've seen your attitude in our chat correspondence. You're, like, waving this white flag. I am, because I'm taking your advice. I'm taking your advice. You did it. Hold on. You did it going into that Bills game? And it gave you your greatest win of the season. I did it going into last week, and it gave me the greatest defensive performance in the Staley era. So there's something to it. This, I'm just going to wave the white flag, pretend we're the worst, and I hate them, and then watch them play great. I mean, that's the NFL. That's why I'm afraid shitless of the Titans this week. But let's play the machine. So let, let's do this. What's the, the first game up very quickly? We're obviously going to go game by game, but we'll do the quick picks right here to try to figure it out. I guess only the AFC matters, right? Or do we have to do it yes. either way? So just the only, take, I mean, it might matter for strength of schedule, but not much. Okay, so just take the favorites in all the games that we don't care about. So take San Francisco and take the Vikings. Uh, Ra- Ravens, who are dogs, or the Browns. I, I still think that the Ravens win that game. 
I, I think the Browns eat them alive. If it's Mr. Brown Jr. playing quarterback, I don't think the yeah. Ravens have much of a chance. Against uh, the, the ankle chucker, Deshaun Watson? Correct. Correct. Yeah, Jeff, you're the tiebreak. Ravens or Browns? Browns. Oh, I just thought we were letting Tim play. I'm happy to do a team. Okay. okay. So, Brown. team Browns work. it is. Do- Dolphins and Bills? Uh, I'll take the Bills. 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 Uh, so, give this the Saints. Uh, Pittsburgh and Carolina. Should we give Pittsburgh the win just to make it fun? Yeah, it's for yeah. I mean, if it's Pickett, yes, for sure. Well, it's probably not Pickett, but okay. Then no, then definitely not. Yeah, because there's such a massive drop off there. There was a huge drop off, as now, we saw last week. Uh, so three picks end of the game. Huge drop off. They win that game. They, they play, win that game. They played a re- they played a real fucking plays. defense last week for the first time. They in threw ages. Trubisky threw three garbage turnovers, two in the red zone. If a, if Pickett plays, they don't lose that game. I don't think there's much debate about that. I mean, he wasn't doing anything. All he did was get concussed in that. He game. doesn't turn the ball over deep in the in the red zone. Like the, the Pittsburgh Steelers went by ten pick. last week. Not close. Uh, Eagles, Chiefs, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cowboys. No, let's give the Jags a win here just to spice it up a bit. Okay. Jags, uh, Jets, and Lions. What do you want to do here, Jeff? I think the Jets win this game. Let's give it to them. Yeah, golf in the snow. I, I like I like our chances in this game. It says it's not going to snow. Or in the cold, sorry, at least. Uh, Bron- yeah, Broncos. Yeah. Should we give the pa- they, Patriots the win just to make this complicated? They're going to they're gonna win. Okay. So sure. I see you've turned your curse powers on the Patriots now. Uh, Chargers in Tennessee. Chargers win. I think the Titans win. The Chargers uh, yeah, can't but, stop the run. But we're, we're trying to make the playoff machine here. Okay. Uh, Bengals Bucket and Bucks. Bengals. Bengals. Uh, Giants and Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Green Bay over. Okay. So what, what does that give us for the, the playoff? Do we have we don't do we have to go through every week for the rest of the season? Do you notice who isn't you notice Holy who isn't shit. in the playoffs? It takes one week to knock them out. They got no AFC type. That's why they're panicked. Yeah, they gone. Wow. <laughs> I thought see, listen, I they're then then well, you're in the mud. I thought they were a week away from the mud. This just shows they're already in the mud. They're in the mud with us already, Tim. Oh, it makes me very, very, very happy. I don't know uh, who you were genuinely cheering for in that game, though. Oh, you, Miami, without a question in my mind. Because, because as much I as I want to see think... Miami struggle, my team's success is more important than yeah. Miami's failures. That's what I was assuming. Like, you want to make the playoffs more than, like, then you'll, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. ultimate. That's yes. number one. Then yes. hating the Dolphins is number two. Well, hating the Patriots is number two. Hating the Dolphins is number three. Okay. Okay, so that's what could happen after this week. Week 16? No, no, I I didn't realize how long that would take. We're not fucking doing three more weeks of that. Well, yeah, it's because if we gave, like, quick picks, but Tim had to give his impression. Slant on every every single single game. game. Yeah, and really (laughs) mucked it up. Is what happened, so. So, yeah, we're doing one week. We'll do one week at a time. Next week, we'll do it again. But if it it breaks down that way, yeah, the the Dolphins are up. That's terrible news for the Dolphins. But you might be right, Tim. But But they get the Patriots again, right? So they have a chance to put it back on their racket. Well, they have the Patriots Everyone, and Jets they, they play the whole division again, and yes. the Packers. They play their entire division in the Correct. Packers. Correct. But yes, the, the Jets-Dolphins has a real chance to be a decider uh, for who's in and who's out if those teams take care of business against the teams they ought to. Thursday night football. San Francisco at Seattle. This game was one before the games on Sunday. It is now three and a half. The Seahawks are dogs at home. Jeff, I'm guessing that this is going to get even bigger by game time. But I, lo- I, 
I don't want to say love because I don't know how much money I'm going to put on it yet, but I really like the Seahawks in this game. I could see it being a good spot for the Seahawks. I do recall, not arguing, but trying to warn Tim last week as he was so confident in his super lock, and I almost picked Carolina as my Omaha Steaks premium pick of the week, um, that he's like, there's nothing against Seattle. And I was actually like, no, Seattle has the most obvious thing against them to love them for a premium pick, which would be they play their division rival on Thursday night in four days. And that's exactly what happened. They got punched in the mouth early versus Carolina. Does feel like the perfect bounce back spot. What we said, Seattle just kind of feels like stuck in neutral. Uh, give me San Francisco. I'll lay the three, the three and a half. I think the dream is dying slowly in Seattle. Uh, I have a feeling this could make me look really ridiculous, Tim, by the time we get to like halftime of Thursday Night Football and Seattle's down 31 nothing or something stupid like that. But this is now the lowest point you can probably buy Seattle and the highest point the rest of the season that you can buy the 49ers. Like, I don't think they're going to look that good again. Now that there's more tape on Purdy, not that Seattle's defense could probably do anything about it, but no Debo. Uh, Purdy has an oblique injury. McCaffrey's banged up a little bit. Short week turnaround. It just it just strikes me as a great spot for Seattle. I mean, a great spot to play close. Uh, yeah, to and cover, to cover need, the spread. To cover the spread. <laughs> No, no, like that makes total sense. I don't think you would look dumb ever to take a home dog in a divisional game. I don't think that's ever pretty much a bad decision. Um, I'm going to take San Francisco here, but not with much confidence. I think it's going to be a relatively close game, but I don't, I just, I don't know. There's something, something really wrong with Seattle. And uh, I don't know. It kind of seems like it might be terminal. I don't know. Worried about it. Is anyone? Oh, you can go ahead. No, you can go first. I was just going to ask you, who the hell is betting Seattle in this game at three and a half? Besides you me. are? Besides me. Oh, no, I wouldn't be surprised if several people come in on Seattle. For the reasons you just described, no Debo, trying to be clever, getting more than a field goal, divisional game, Seahawks have a winning record. Yeah, there's, there's lots of reasons why people could easily talk themselves into taking the underdog I, on Thursday night. It just Seattle, it just strikes me as people have now watched San Francisco in back-to-back weeks, even losing their starting quarterback, and they've just demolished what people consider to be quality opponents, whether you think Miami's good or not, whatever. We don't think Tampa Bay is good, but people see Tom Brady. And I'm just talking about like the general public here, someone who's going to throw out 100 bucks on a game. I just don't see how they could look at this line, Jeff, and say three and a half. How could I bet on anything but San Francisco? Well, they didn't see all of Tom Brady because I feel like for uh, that Fox game of the week had to get pulled again. Oh, geez. Um, you're absolutely correct. I did want to say something. Oh, Seattle's still the best story in football for me this year. Like the whole dichotomy of them having the the, the Bronco pick and Gino and them looking great. And they're still like, to me, one of my favorite stories in in the league this season i don't i'm worried i'm gonna turn into cam stewart here because as i stressed last week i'm the guy that just likes to play the backup in the first game with a good team and get off and count my money like we did with purdy and even like we did with uh baltimore last week good team backup quarterback first game Mwah! Ooh, ooh, i would kill it. like even go through the season cooper rush there's another one in there it's would, another one. And do you think this is a strategy Baltimore is just trying to employ with new quarterbacks every week? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I actually don't know if I like them this week. It's like, 
Now you're at a new level of, of backup. Um, good point, will, though. Will Baltimore's... Baker count as that? Because he didn't start the first drive on uh, Thursday night? Good question. Um, I think Purdy, and this could hurt some people's ears, is offers Kyle Shanahan more than Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. And that I think he stro- throws a stronger deep ball, and I feel like he's way more mobile. The answer to that question is possibly, but it's too early to say. I Listen, I when you say he throws a better deep ball, I don't know about that. He threw one deep ball against Tampa Bay, and it was a floater to a wide-open Ayuk. That was it. I don't know. He, they don't he, go down the field. You're right, and he seems to be more willing to throw to the outside on the numbers. Uh, he, um, he, has, he has a four-pick game in him coming sometime before the end of the year where he looks horrible. It's coming. But you are right. This does sort of feel like a. By the time this one kicks off, this will truly be a, a ceiling floor, um, sort of situation. But I'm f- full go. I, the Forty ers steam train. They'll go right through them. That's my. Thought. Everybody loved them on a Thursday night in late December last year against the Titans, and the Titans beat them in what was a ridiculous game. Also, right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, the Niners are now tied with the Cowboys for the second best odds in the NFC. I find that. Hard to believe. Well, Dallas is going to have to play all of its games on the road, and uh, San Francisco is going to have at least one home game, if not more. That seems very reasonable to me. I mean, if they win their game, I guess, yeah, if Minnesota loses in the first round, or maybe they end up with the two seed, but still, like, those teams seem very comparable to me. Comparable, but the Niners have a slightly easier path, so I get it. Uh, No, not not necessarily, because Dallas is going to get to play the NFC South winner. Sure, and then likely have to go play Philly in the second round. Sure, but, but so, someone's going to have to beat Philly anyway. Niners get to play a home game, maybe two home games. I just, you'd rather be in San Francisco spot than Dallas' spot, in my opinion, going into the playoffs. San Francisco spot than spot. You get to play the Giants or Commanders or Lions or whomever in the first round, and then you have a real chance of playing at home in a second game if Minnesota screws up. If not, you go to Minnesota, and that's, that's not too terrifying. Oh, if not, they'd play Dallas. <laughs> sure, but then you can avoid Philadelphia for two rounds and get to play probably both at home. I, don't yeah, know, I like my chances. I'll, I'll take Philly's. I'll take San Francisco's path all day. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Niners fans. That that's pretty devastating. You want to move on to Saturday, Jeff? Wish we were there already. Like we're- I'm, I'm excited about football again. <laughs> Saturday, three game triple header this week there are two pat mayo experience listeners leagues this week one is for the saturday only slate there's just over a thousand spots in that one it's 25 dollars to play three max entry no rake and then there's the sunday slate both those links are down in the description this saturday one is going to fill very quickly so i'd recommend that you go get your spot right now tambo before he heads off to new orleans to try to win 2.5 million dollars in the DraftKings world fantasy football championships is sticking around to do a three-game solo preview slate on Mayo Media Network. I might add that to the back end of the Best Bet show. Uh, It's going to be like 15 minutes or so. That'll be up on Wednesday evening if you're looking for it. Indy, Minnesota, Minnesota reeling, coming off a loss to the Detroit Lions. Four-point favorites at home against the Colts, coming off a bye week. Tim, I'm starting Matt Ryan in fantasy this week. It's going to be a fun time. Great. So you steal my last playoff spot and you and you put Matt Ryan out there? Well, it's Matt Ryan, Mike White, or Taylor Heineke. Of those three, I would probably play Heineke. I don't I, I don't I don't want to play the guys in like 
zero degree temperatures. And Minnesota can't stop anyone through the air. Like, Ryan might yeah. throw three picks. That's fine. He might throw four touchdowns with those three picks. Paul. Maybe. Garion mentioned on Twitter that uh, that Cuss needed Mike Gesicki. Yes. To do... Your because team my tight end was on te- by. I don't my tight end was on by. There's nobody on the waiver wire. Mike Kosicki hadn't been targeted in two weeks before that and then proceeded to not get targeted again. Like, what, what do you... As Pat will tell you, it's a 14-team, 14 14-man 14 keeper league. There, there had to be nobody somebody on the wire. There had to be somebody. Hiding two on the Chiefs is better. Yes, anybody. Somebody who actually gets the ball thrown to them. That's just a, you didn't thought, deserve to be in to the fair, playoffs if you had Kosicki in your lineup. I also lineup. thought Miami was well. I also thought Miami was going to have a lot of points in that game. Kosicki hadn't been tar- They had points in other games, and he didn't even get. They don't throw the ball. Seemed to like him. he was a, a really smart red zone option in that Chargers game. It wasn't, out. obviously. It was a bad pick. Did they step a foot in the red zone in that game? I don't think so. The best no, the best tight so. end for Tim to have picked up last week was Cade Otten. Ooh, it's a game. better pick. Did he, did he but Cade Otten was going to be splitting time, they thought, because uh, the Tampa's tight end was coming back. And also, I mean, in, in fairness, he had four catches for 28 yards. So. Yeah, I mean, that, it, would, it wouldn't have, help, it it wouldn't would, have helped me. Miami but. always brings in like Durham Smythe and like all these other guys. So it's like he's kind of in a split too. I know. Look, I wasn't happy. I wasn't delighted about it. But anyway, we come into this game, Minnesota and Indianapolis. I love the Vikings here. Oh, really? This is a really this is a really cheap price for the Vikings. So only laying four into a terrible Indianapolis team who I don't think the buy did them any good. How could it do them any good? They're bad from the start. They continue to be bad. I think you're getting a good price on Minnesota. And uh, that minus 200 is too juicy. It's the first part of a three-team Saturday special parlay for the people. It's a money line parlay on Saturday, and it begins with the Minnesota Vikings, minus 200. And we like them against the spread, too. Are you gonna, like them quite a bit against the spread. Are you going to call them? Are you going to start calling yourself Mr. Saturday Night if this hits? S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night. Jeff, I like Indianapolis here. I think it's going to be a close game. Why? Because yeah. why? Because Indianapolis defense yeah, really, is. Why? I didn't it, mean it, that. Like Indianapolis, Indianapolis, some of the some of the Vikings. We just Vikings saw are it. ten and three. They're not. Where was this? I mean, all I want is for Vikings fans to continue to melt down online. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, so soft. So soft. The ones I know and like, we know a ton of Vikings fans in real life, Jeff, working in the golf community where everyone's from Minnesota. They seem very fair and balanced about the entire thing. These peons on the internet couldn't be softer crying about their team. It would be like you claiming that, let's just say for whatever reason, the Chargers have played exactly the same this season, yet they were currently 10 and 3. And you'd be like, well, they're unbeatable. No respect for the Chargers, despite the fact that all they do is win coin flip games. I, I just think the Colts the Colts have beaten better teams than the Vikings so far this season. Their defense has improved much over the past month or so, and it's like the first time they're gonna be healthy all year long. They're gonna have all of their guys. I don't think I don't think they're I mean, they are somewhat of a danger to knock off Minnesota and win this game, but Matt Ryan will probably throw them out of it at the end. But I mean they just gave Dallas a good run for three quarters, but Minnesota doesn't play defense. So that's tough for them. I think this is a high scoring game. I think that Matt Ryan can go toe to toe for at least enough with Kirk Cousins that they can keep this close. That, you know, four seems like a generous number here. The most annoying people on the internet Sunday afternoon were the people taking victory laps, seeing like, I told you the Vikings were frauds. <laughs> like, oh, what told us that this week? The two and a half point spread? 
versus the versus the freaking Lions? Or what about last week when they're literally laying three points at home versus a fuck a freaking third stringer named Mike White? Or when they went to Washington hey. before Washington was hot and they were laying three points? Like everyone, even someone who's have who has Vikings futures that is happy that they're positioned in the playoffs and maybe they can get a you know at one point we're battling for a bye. Uh, you know, maybe you can get a, a soft first round matchup. I'm excited about that. But you gotta be self aware about what you are here on this roller coaster. They could easily be five hundred. They could like it's a flip of a you know, that in game variance has been on their side. They could easily be five hundred. Um that being said, I'm I love the Vikings. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Well, if Dallas here. and Minnesota were playing this week in London, what would that point spread be? Dallas by six and a half. Dallas by seven. No, it wouldn't. It would be Dallas by four. Dallas by Dallas. Dallas was just favored by two points in Minnesota like three weeks ago. Well, Dallas was also an eleven point favorite against the Colts. Now at at home, Minnesota's a four point favorite against the Colts. Exactly. So track. So so I think Dallas would be Dallas would be a seven point favorite against them. That's insane. Insane. Nobody believes that. We're going to see that maybe in the playoffs. That spread is not going to come close to, to Dallas being the equivalent of a seven-point favorite. No chance. What do you think? No chance on earth. No, you said the Vikings will be yeah. favored in that ball game. No, at the, home. the Vikings just the, the Vikings just weren't favored at home against the Cowboys. Legit three weeks ago. Fa- they're going to be favored in that playoff game. No one disputes that. What do you literally? Do you, no one you, disputes you, that. You'd be the tiebreaker here, Jeff. Do you think if it was Dallas at Vikings first round of the playoffs right now, who would be favored in that game today? Dallas. Yeah. No way. Yeah, they what do you would. mean no yeah, way? What are you talking no about? No way. There's no chance. The game like, was today, right now, based on like market perception. Yeah, and based yeah, for sure. Even n- maybe a point, two point, they'd be favored for n- sure. Now, based on what Tim has said, when it gets to the playoffs, if if Minnesota plays Dallas in the first round, then yeah, Minnesota probably would be favored because that means Dallas has dropped to the seven seed somehow, or the six seed. Or the six seed if Minnesota drops to the three seed, but obviously which isn't that hard? Because all Washington has to do is beat them. Is that it? Is that all Washington has to do? Well, Washington's five, seven, and one. Dallas is nine and three. Uh, Washington beats them. They're only a half game back. Like there's a real chance for Washington to hop them. Then what? That means with Dallas, they would have to beat them. Then Dallas would have to lose again, and Minnesota couldn't lose again. Or, uh, and Dallas is. We presume Dallas is going to lose to Philadelphia. They're going to be heavy dogs in that game. Uh, I don't like, know if they're going to be heavy dogs in that game. They were, they were they were they were six point underdogs in Philly earlier. Was it in Philly or was it in Dallas? The last game, I believe. With Cooper Rush. Yeah, it was Cooper Rush good, playing too. Good question. I think that the game last was game in of Dallas. Cooper. Yeah, it was. It was okay. a six point spread. I remember that. Okay. And, anyway, but Philly I, had also anyway. I mean, you're just talking about the same Minnesota Vikings who weren't favored against the Detroit Lions. I know. I just think there's not a seven point difference between these two teams. So you're getting a, you're getting a great price to take the Vikings here. Anyway, I think this and lines the Colts up. also are trash. Yeah, but they play stupid games every single week. They played Dallas close for three quarters and they gave up thirty three points because that's the kind of team they I are. Don't... Not they're a bad team. They're a bad team. They're poorly coached. They have no talent. Did... Uh, they're going to get ripped up. This re- this reeks of a Feinberg here. Colts against the spread. Minnesota wins the game. Jeff. Very possible. Very very possible. Um, I don't have either of your confidence, but I have to lean Minnesota here simply in that they'll be able to get plenty on offense. I don't I, I, I don't have any concerns about them getting theirs. And 
this might sound silly, but I'm pro Jeff Saturday. I'm pro that hire. I am. I'm very much pro a team doing whatever they want in their search to find a head coach that could deviate from this filter system. <laughs> I don't, I don't get... believe you for a fucking second. What if they fired Staley tomorrow, made Jeff Saturday, the head coach in the chargers, how pumped would you be? If they made Phillip rivers, the head coach or Nick Hardwick, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Lorenzo Neal, new head coach. Get in there. I mean, I saw a, I, I saw Ladanian on TV for a little bit. I don't think he's going to be a good head coach. No, yeah, he got a little. Yeah, me and him got into the same stuff before the game. You <laughs> saw him on TV, yeah, and you saw me in the pregame. Uh, yeah, we were having the same party. So you're probably right there. But I I would take I would take uh, Philip calling plays over Joe Lombardi. Um, I'll take I'll take Minnesota here. There, cover this number. I don't know that Saturday would even know how to use the bye week effectively. That's no, probably stupid, no but no way. Oh, I'm on the what? opposite side of all of you for the first two games. You all took. Well, we've only picked two games. Well, we have the coin picked as well, and I'm just on the other side. Baltimore and Cleveland. The Browns are three point favorites at home in this game. Thirty seven and a half is the over under. Uh, we're getting uh, Scott's tots. Michael Scott starting at quarterback. It looks like for the Baltimore Ravens uh, against Deshaun Watson. The Ravens are going to not only win this game, they're going to cover the spread as well. This might be my super lock looking at it. I don't think the Browns, unless Nick Chubb goes banana in this game, Jeff, how are the Browns scoring points? Like Baltimore's defense is back to being very, very good. This turns in, this game is a field goal kicking contest. And I'll, in that case, I will take the points, not only, but I'll take the team with the best kicker in the league. So I don't want to like, there's nothing more annoying in the world than poker guy who like tells you the story about his hand. Mm -hmm. But let me for a moment be that guy that lets you know Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski ruin like a five, six banger, <laughs> not a like a not knitting steak parlay for me. You couldn't box score that game a hundred times and tell me one of those teams won by double digits. Unfreaking believable. Those bounce passes from last week, Pat, they're worse. <laughs> they're literally like on the floor at the receiver's feet. It's weird because I was told him missing two seasons wouldn't mean anything because he's so amazing. I, I'm so hate weird. betting. I am, I am, I am, I know, I don't know that all because it's a Saturday game, there will be real money on this. But for the moment in time, I am just hate betting against the Browns for the purposes of having to make a pick. So I'm with you, Pat. Baltimore. I mean, Deshaun Watson can't complete two-yard passes to Kareem Hunt. It's tough. Tough scene out there. It's tough. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but it's going to be like 9-3 to three or 9 nothing for Cleveland. And in that instance, they cover. Like, I'm serious. I don't think the Ravens are going to score, maybe not score at all. And they're certainly not going to score much in this game. And the Browns have... A running game, and they're at home. There's re they, they certainly should be favored. Probably be favored by a little more come kickoff on Saturday. I mean, there's nothing wrong with taking the opposite side. Taking a dog in a divisional game is always perfectly reasonable. Um, but I do like Cleveland here, so I'm going to add them to the Saturday money line parlay. I mean, you're also dealing with – I mean, you, we all mocked the Chargers because they were so bad against the run uh, lately. But Cleveland is the worst team this year against the run. If there's Now with J.K. Dobbins back, the one thing they were effectively able to do against a good run defense last week was run it down the Steelers' throats. I think they're just mm -hmm. going to do the same thing. Yeah. They'll army this shit up. They're not afraid. Anyone in the league that you ask to do it and you wish would do it, these guys actually know how to do it. 
definitely possible. I just think it's going to be super, super low scoring, and I think the Browns are going to get the better of it. I don't know. I, th- I think if it's if it's super low scoring, based on what you're saying, even below whatever the under is, and what is the over-under, Paul? Throw up the board for a second. 37, 37 and a half. 37 and a half. I mean, it's only three points, but those three points mean a lot more in an under 37 and a half game. Like, they're more valuable they points. They do, but it's still only three. Uh, I'm, at, that, at that point, it's still not enough to me. To be in, if it were three and a half, you could talk me into into well, Baltimore. Je- Jeff, three is not enough to attract me. Jeff, we we missed the number here. Uh, oh, it just went back up. It dropped to minus two and a half in real time and on DraftKings Sportsbook, and it just went back up to minus three. So this is going down to minus two and a half uh, ASAP. Um, so hopefully, it's still three by the time I can go bet it uh, later on tonight. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Miami and Buffalo. We've covered Miami a lot already, but the Bills are seven and a half point favorites at Zarelf. Hosting this game. Paul, this question is for you. Jeff's had his little mini meltdown about the Chargers. Vikings fans are melting down because people don't give them enough respect. Tim has melted down and then he's gone from high to low every single week about the Jets. Dolphins fans are going through it right now. The Bills have been like shit for six weeks, but the normally crazy Bills fan seems to have a very level head about... Hey, the Bills might not be as good as we thought they were, but we're happy that we're just treading water through this and we're probably going to come out the other side. In fairness. Well, that's for them to fire McDermott. He, that's what I was just about to say, Jeff. Yeah, literally um, went on Twitter and, and called for his coach. And I think he's been good. He's been good since that game. I haven't, uh, you know, maybe he fixed he fixed whatever was going wrong in the house. But the, after the Minnesota game, I was pretty tilted. Not going to lie. But, I mean, this entire homestead or this whole entire divisional stretch, it's been going perfectly. Like, now now we're in complete control of the division. Mm-hmm. Everyone's falling apart. Dolphins have to – I mean, they needed a heater in L.A. Good luck at the Ralph on Saturday night, bud. I have a bunch of friends going down. <laughs> Bills by a million. <laughs> Bills by a million. <laughs> it's good. the only way to play the game, I think. It's bills or you can't play it. Give me the bills. Bills are on the money line parlay too to finish it up. It's plus two twenty to take those three favorites. Um, yeah, three favorites are gonna win. Like just on Saturday. Not yeah, I mean, look, the last time I had a three teamer on one day, it was Thanksgiving. It won. The Pilgrim parlay came in, so we think we know what we're doing over here. Um, just a three team money line parlay. Why, why, why didn't you just play a six six point teaser every single way and see if that worked again? I don't want to do it that way. I want to play the money line this time. Okay. In part because one of the teams is a four-point favorite. I'm not going to tease them through zero. Why? You have no problem um, teasing through zero. That's like your thing. I don't like doing it. I, no, I like to make intelligent teases, take teams up from two and a half to go through key numbers, stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, when you do it. Anyway, yeah, it's a, just it's a really, as Jeff said, it's an extraordinarily tough spot for the Dolphins. Now, they're going to be a very unpopular side in this game, so I, mean, that, I suppose that's a, a step in their favor. Maybe they can play it close and like lose the if it's really bad weather. Like the Bills do not thrive in bad weather. The Bills are not a good bad weather team. We saw that last week. They barely got to twenty points last week uh, in bad weather. So could this game finish up 
you know, 14 to 10 for Buffalo. Absolutely. That is possible. That's on the table. Bills. Uh, but I can't, I can't pick them in this game, even though I think the, the Dolphins have a chance to cover. I think you either have to play the Bills, you don't touch it. Uh, and I don't want to, I, I could take the point spread out of this altogether by playing the money line. See, Jeff, I, I, this reminds me a lot of the Seattle San Francisco game. And weirdly enough, I don't know why I have more confidence in Seattle beating San Francisco than I would and keeping it close than I do Miami. But I think that's the prevailing sentiment at the moment. But I really do think Miami is the right side of this game against the spread. Well, you should probably wait. I will. I, I honestly. Yeah. Since it gets bigger once it crossed i mean it moved instantly you guys did the show saturday sunday night it was six and a half almost by i think halftime of the charger game it was seven and then it was seven and a half and i could argue not much will stop it from about eight or nine um or staying in front of 10 somewhat by the time this game actually happens uh because that whole story of the dolphins spot game and the dolphins in the cold and what Tua looked like on TV the last couple weeks. And even I mentioned, it's so unfair. The Dolphins didn't even get into their bed till 10 a.m. today on, uh, to, uh, sorry, on Monday morning. Um, not today. I'm going to pick the Bills. I would almost take the Bills at any number up till 10 because I do believe at home um, they, they are quite fine this year despite, um, you know, it's been a while since they were at home before that Jet game. I'd kind of push back on they haven't played well in the cold. It's kind of like a total mixed bag because that playoff game versus the Patriots last year, they just obliterated them. On Thursday last week, they obliterated the, the coincidentally, the Patriots. Yeah, I, th I think what he's saying is that the offense, it, the Bills' offense as we know it and expect isn't the same in cold weather. But I think the part that Tim always overlooks in this is that the Bills' defense is really good. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't Bills. overlook it. The Bills' defense is good. It's that, I mean, I'm picking the Bills. I agree. The Bills' defense so, is good. Played great on Sunday in bad weather. As I've said, and as we played that little machine, and it took a couple. It all, it's you know two or three coin flips from indicating how much of in the muck the Dolphins truly, I guess, already find themselves, and this in some ways could be a defining moment. Um, I like the Bills. I'll lay these points. All that being said, if somehow the Dolphins win this game, they win this game, they show their resilience from that road trip, Tua plays really well. McDaniel schematically counters the scheme that has been uh, used to counter them. I think they could win the Super Bowl. Like, this would show me so much. If they could overcome this spot game in these conditions... I will think anything is possible for them. And when they were beating those those teams or, or, or taking advantage of teams in 110-degree heat at home or running through the Lions, the Bears, just their cavalcade of shit teams, Houston on their way to five wins in a row, I didn't have one moment where I'm like, this team could win the Super Bowl. But if they go into Buffalo in December and win on this short week with their banged-up injuries – my whole mind will flip on what they're capable of. The Bills have coaxed, not hoaxed, coaxed Cole Beasley out of retirement. So he will be joining the team, probably even for this week. Seems like they, like they re-signed John Brown, Tim, and they were playing him last week. Now they have Cole Beasley back. Strange. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. <clears throat> Paul? But, I mean, they really don't have the playmaking talent at receiver outside of Diggs. So, 
And uh, Davis. Davis is just a burner, but like that's all he does. What is it called? Josh specifically asked for those two guys. So, they, so it's just like he the trusts, Mayo, it's he just trusts like the Mayo them. Media Network. If you're he a trusts them, Pat, I think it speaks more to the fact that he doesn't really trust like Shakir, maybe in like a playoff stretch. McKenzie's been making a lot of drops out of the slot. Like I think Cole Beasley is legitimately just going to take over the slot. Like I think he'll start on Saturday. He is your guy to throw to on third and seven for eight yards. Yes. Yes, and they'll, 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 use, they'll use McKenzie as, like, a gadget player, which is what he's actually really good at. It's like a lot of his, like, when he's been running routes, he's, he's dropped a lot of balls. Yeah, he's sort of like the Bills version of Berrios. Yeah, McKenzie actually tweeted something about it. He wrote, like, the floor is yours at Beasley, and then people were going after him about, they were like, why are you supporting this anti-vax loser? And then uh, Isaiah McKenzie, McKenzie said, goes, he's our anti-vax loser okay <laughs> which is pretty funny what is I it like Jeff? That a lot. <laughs> sorry um if they hit Tua in a way the chargers couldn't because they can't put up pressure they don't have the oh, defense they were just so based on scheme if if milano did to, to white to Tua what he did to white he might be dead Listen, I unless this game gets even if it gets to ten, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I, I just it'd probably be a no bet for me either way. I don't have the stones to bet on Miami, but I really do feel like spread wise, Miami is probably the better side of this game. Considering the Bills are one in six against the spread in their last seven games. Oy. Again, and it's a divisional matchup. I I I can't fault you for it. Let's get to Sunday. Once again, playing the Listener's League. There's one for Saturday. There's one for Sunday. Playing them both. Philly at Chicago. Fields is back. Obviously, he was against Green Bay as well. They're getting nine points at home here. So, Philly's a nine-point favorite on the road in Chicago. Did the Eagles just continue to steamroll everyone, Jeff? I'm really tempted to just take the points here and think there's just a close game. Um, like this seems like a good number for Fields. Like Fields can't win any games, but like, could he lose by eight? That seems plausible. The problem is, you know, the, yeah, the Bears are out of a bye, but as we've kind of spotlighted, Pat, like defensively, they are really deficient at the moment. Last we saw them, didn't they make Mike White look like an absolute wizard? Or and that- Aaron Rodgers and the Packers looked good again. The last two, couple of games against the like Bears. They're just oh, so yeah. depleted, and they're doing exactly what we consider to be a successful season for them and the underbetters, which was show those flashes of field, show that they can be excited for the future. They've got the cap room. They've got the draft picks. You'll hear about it relentlessly, but it's worth noting what they don't have is any defensive personnel. Via trade or injury, this is – this is on paper one of the worst units. I don't mean statistically, uh, but but like just in terms of a name count, it's probably the worst unit in the league at the moment. Um, I'm still going to shit. It's just like Philly's motivation, and Hurst just seems like a stone-cold killer. I hate this. This is a no-bet, total stay away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the nine points. But I, I don't like any. I don't have a vibe at all. Uh, I'm going to take the nine points as well with Chicago and just hope Boston Scott doesn't rush for 130 yards in garbage time, Tim. Nah, I think it's being a little too cute. Philadelphia should cover the number. It's less than 10. 
Bears defense is horrific. So I don't see much reason to take the Bears. I'll play I'll play the Eagles. Kansas City in Houston. Kansas City is favored by 14 on the road, 49 and a half. The over-under. Texans showing some life, Tim, with a two-quarterback offense. I liked it. They kept uh Kept Dallas off pace. And look, we know the Chiefs love to screw around in these games, and the Chiefs so very rarely cover a big number. And like any team that lets Russell Wilson score a bunch of points on you this year, uh, that's shameful. I like. I really, actually really, really like the Texans in this game against the number. Uh, to quote Rob Pozzola from the Best Bet Show, Tim, I'm going to kill you. No, wait, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> I think his anger was more directed at Jeff than me on that show that week. Uh, anyway, just he has a big line. Yeah, I think it was. He has a big line through Houston. He's like, I'm not betting f- f- on or against Houston anymore this season. Like, well, look, I don't just, I, I got no problem with a person having that type of principle. And there were teams that I would never pick, but they looked good against Dallas. And they usually have, you know, they have, they, they usually aren't horrific throughout the entire game and the text the, the the chiefs don't tend to throttle these sorts of teams they sort of like mess around win by 10 because they don't need to so i'm putting all that to play here in houston in a game that the chiefs aren't going to be super up for why would they yeah. um and uh, just the logic seems like we should play the Texans here, so we're going to do that. I'm going to take Kansas City minus 14, Jeff. Uh, I think that Houston played at Super Bowl last week in the Battle of Texas, and then Lo- Lovey got the message with about halfway through the fourth quarter, being like, uh, "Lovey, we need you to lose this game, pal. All right, um, we want to have we want to maintain this first pick and give ourselves the extra game of buffer here. We don't need to be winning this one. So Kansas City just might win this game like 35 to 10 or something. Pierce is out too. Yeah, I, I'm I'm torn. Like, I feel like, you know, just based on last week, blindly think maybe I can trust Houston. We all know the Chiefs don't cover the big numbers. It's been well documented that the Chiefs go full vanilla in these sorts of games. Uh, you know, CC that Rams game a few weeks ago. They did give up points. Like, I don't like the Chiefs from a, you know, even people have asked, like, defensive streaming, I don't trust them. I do. They just, as Tim mentioned, got walked on by Russell Wilson. Hey, they were the highest scoring fantasy defense last week. That is pretty funny. <laughs> um, that is pretty funny. I'm going to lay these 14 because I was dumb enough to lay the 17 for the show last week. So I'll lay the 14 here. Why the hell not? Here's an actually fun game. Dallas at Jacksonville. Ooh-wee. Four and a half is the number, and this might be a buying high on Jacksonville, buying low on Cowboys situation at the moment. But I don't know, because, I mean, if the Cowboys had won by 11 billion points last week, Jeff, is the spread really all that different just because they beat Houston? Yes, yeah, some would say you learn more about the situation and being put in that spot, um, you know, to go on that drive to win a game regardless of opponent. People loved Jacksonville two weeks ago when they were, what, a one-point dog, one-and-a-half-point dog against the Lions and got slaughtered. Um, that's closer to who they are than who they played. They were last week. They took advantage of a, a divisional opponent that they know last week who has been slipping quite a bit in Tennessee. Uh, Dallas is a very good team. We believe they're a very good team. They should have little issue carving through Jacksonville, who has a lot of problems, despite having played really well last week. Uh, they are still only one week off from playing just god-awful, so... High-scoring game. I like Dallas to, to win the game, though. 
I, I think the Jaguars are in a world of trouble here. This line is way too short. Dallas is on a money line parlay for Sunday, a uh, free money money line parlay. I just think this Jag number is too short. I think the Jags number is about right here because, I mean, we've seen it now for like five or six weeks, Jeff, and it's been under the radar because literally no one gives a shit about Jacksonville, but Trevi's starting to look good. Ever, oh, fantastic. Uh, basically, ever touchdown, uh, zero interceptions uh, in his last little run. He looks comfortable in the pocket, making the right decisions. Uh, yeah, you can like see a level of comfort in the pocket while you're watching seven games at once <laughs> that you did not see previously to the last little bit. Um, so I, I totally agree. I'm going to take the four. I'm going to take the four and a half here. Dallas. Eh, I don't, I don't, ah, I'm not here for it. Stadium. I'm sure will be all cowboy fans, but the Jags are used to that sort of thing. Give me, give me Dallas. I mean, give me, give me the Jags. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. I, I could see this going the same way that Tim just said, and it's just like Pollard Zeke. And you mentioned Trevi looks pretty comfortable in the pocket. How comfortable he's going to look when Dallas brings that pressure at you? Cause that's a completely different scenario. I mean, it's probably going to be more akin to what he saw against Detroit when they couldn't get the offense moving. And then he, he hurt his knee or toe or whatever the hell that was gutsy coming back in, but he's at least making the progression that Tim was hoping that uh, Zach Wilson would have made this year. Like, Hey, it wasn't very good year one. Oh, sure struggled a little sure. bit but like now throughout the course of the season like we've seen some high points from Lawrence which is you have yeah. to you have to be pumped if you're a Jags fan you do you can't trust this Jaguars team though not one bit you're and a fool to so trust much them. of the spectrum of year one was based around like there was a lot of hype and what happened the previous year when guys like Burrow and Herbert played so well like right away they do have to play on a short week though next week, Jeff. They got a Thursday nighter, so against the Texans, they go to they go to Gotham City. That could be yeah. like if the Jets lose this week and the Jags win, that is a very influential AFC yeah. game. It's a very influential game if, if the, the Jets win this week too. Yeah. If the Jags win or the Jets win, but let's say the Jags do win and the Chargers are able to beat Tennessee, Pat. I think there'd be a one-game difference, and they play again in the Jags. Uh, oh yes, the... it becomes a very consequential look-ahead game. Um. Yeah, but but it, yeah. but it can't be a wow. look. But it can't be a look-ahead game for the Jags this week, even though it's the short turnaround week, because they need to win this game. They're kind of fucked. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. So Jacksonville for Jeff and I, Dallas for Cust and the Coin, Atlanta and New Orleans. Oh my God! R- Ritter me Timbers, as Tim pointed out. Ritter me Timbers, Tim. <laughs> There's a four-and-a-half-point dog in New Orleans. New Orleans seems to have the entire gang minus Lattimore back uh, defensively, which is bad news for a guy making his first NFL start. But here's the thing. Yes, maybe they don't think Ritter is the best. Maybe he wasn't ready, whatever, whatever, whatever. And maybe they brought in Mariota and be like, hey, we didn't think we were going to be good anyway. We're going to play this guy. He's a veteran. He can help us be, like, stable. And he was actually pretty good. So I do think they kept Mariota in this season a lot longer than maybe that they thought they were gonna because he had played, like, all right. But from what we've seen, they've been solved. And whatever Mariota was doing the first six weeks just does not work anymore. The guy just flicks passes out of bounds or to the other team or it's just two yards in front of him. At least with Ritter, Jeff, I feel like can't be worse than Mariota was unless he just legit drops back and throws the ball to the other team every time. That is fair. 
Uh, I don't know that the offense changes that much. I'm sure it'll be a lot of the same, like... Yeah, because he runs. Bootleg rollout stuff they were doing with Mariota to try to get somebody open. I don't know. I'm going to pick the Saints, but this is, feels like the most likely Feinberg game for me. This is like a two-point Will Lutz 48-yarder at the buzzer. Uh, weird game, both off the bye. Division rivals, and it's crazy enough. On a couple coin flips go the Saints' way this week, they're again a game back. Yeah. And it's such a cluster expletive there. Yeah. Uh, maybe Lattimore will finally play, but would that even matter? No. Like it's not like the Falcons <laughs> passing game would be able to like who are you even taking out? Those guys don't get the ball anyway. They don't know how to get them the ball. Well, um, well that's the thing. Like there there is the potential here that maybe Ritter can. Like Mariota couldn't. So at worst it's a it's the same. But there could be a net positive here if he can actually throw the ball. Maybe, but you're making me take a jump in the dark with a quarterback I've never seen play in the NFL before, and I just won't do it. Um, but, I'll just but, pick the other side. You're, you're gonna, you're, 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 you're going to pick the other. You're going to pick the fucking Saints, who are fucking terrible, minus four but, and a half. But the Saints can play defense. They shut out uh, the Raiders earlier this year. They kept Tampa to three points to the last couple of minutes of a game. Like at least they lost I know that the game. Can, <laughs> but they only gave up 17 points. Like I know the Saints can play good defense. I'm not sure what else they can do. I know nothing about Atlanta. I think, I just think you have to take the Saints here, I, I or you take the Falcons the money line. Uh, you can't take the the points here. I think they're going to the Falcons are going to win this game with this rookie QB, or the Saints are going to going to going to run roughshod over them. See, I, I just those are the two possible outcomes. Maybe I'm just reading the Saints incorrectly. It's just I think they're too bad of a team to be laying four and a half points. Legit, if it's not the Texans, then. Fuck. Like that. It just seems like a, the Falcons are kind of given up. That's the way I read I, this. I, I don't read that at all. I think they're just like, hey, what we were doing is no longer working. And I actually think that Arthur Smith is a pretty good coach, Jeff. I think he can figure... Like, he got the most out of... Like, this team was supposed to be really bad. Their over-under for win total this year was four and a half. They've already hit that. Got the money in the bank. First one to pay out this year. That was nice. But I think they look at it now like, hey, maybe they can scheme up something that's similar but a little bit different with Ritter. I don't disagree with anything you said, and they have played better than my expectations. Clearly, you kind of called that they would play better. And when you consider how little pressure from game one through the rest of the season, and I don't even know that you put it on injury because they don't really have bodies there to begin with. Uh, you know, maybe Grady Jackson, or though I don't want to get made fun of if like, I, he's still not there, but um, how do you compete in the NFL when you cannot? force the opposing quarterback to make a decision and allow him the six seconds to just find a receiver. I'll take the saints. Uh, you can't put pressure on quarterbacks. The other team does put pressure on quarterbacks. They'll put pressure on the rookie quarterback. They've done it to every quarterback and have the saints in some ways, have lost every game the Vikings won this year. Yeah, in a lot of ways, you're right. Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's not pretend. Raiders, the... too. Okay. No, 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 You're giving, yeah. But no, a little bit. No, a little bit. no I, I get what you're saying, like coin flip scenarios, but the difference is, like, Minnesota's actually, they have real talent on their yes. team. This New Orleans team is dog shit. They're bad, and they've been hurt on all offense. Year. On defense, they're very Their defense has been defense. banged. Their, their defense has been shitty all year because they've been banged up until the last little bit, but this offense is so bad it can't do anything. They just 
It's Alvin Kamara for a yard and a half every single time. It's like, oh, here comes Taysom Hill. Let's use Andy Dalton. Like, the fuck is this? This Florida's offense has also been very, very challenged as well. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just look at this. You know, the, the Saints defense gave up 17 to Tampa, 13 to the Niners, uh, you know, only 20 to the Steelers. Uh, they shut are, out the I mean, Raiders. Like, are, that, these, th- those are good defensive performances. Yeah, but these are all like bad offenses. These are all bad offenses you're talking. And listen, well, saying, Atlanta fits Atlanta fits that mold. Yeah, so. but but Atlanta plays a completely different style than any of those teams. Like, well, they used to. Do, do you we'll th- see if they play that style now. You I don't know. I, That's I would, the thing. You just it's, I, you, I would it's very, hard to cap this game. I would very. I mean, the easiest way to cap this game is you need New Orleans to win by five. Seems like a big stretch for New Orleans. I think it's likelier than not to happen. They've won what one game by more than five points this year? Um, at least let's see one. No, that's two. They beat the Raiders by twenty-four. They beat the Rams by seven. They beat the Rams they by beat, seven. That's correct. They beat the Seahawks by seven. They beat the Falcons by the, one. And the and the yeah the Falcons okay, by so one. So I, I, times. I stand incorrected. Three of their four wins this year have come by more than four and a half yeah. points. I still, there you have it. Yeah, just don't don't think they're going to be able to see, even against Atlanta's shitty defense. I don't think that they can score enough to cover the five. So, and you, you still have to bank on one Demir Bird sixty yard touchdown or Cordero Patterson kick return. Atlanta does sneaky stuff like that. You got to watch out for them. So Atlanta, I'm the only one. Uh, the coin is agreeing with me on Atlanta. Detroit at the Jets. Ugh. Jets are favored by one still. Magic Mike yeah. gonna play? No ribs. They took out his ribs so he could suck his own dick. But like Marilyn Manson, now he's playing quarterback this Sunday. <laughs> Total terrible. is forty-four. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I like the Jets in this game. I think this is a very low-scoring game. Uh, I did say that I, I do think that the Lions present an interesting problem offensively for the Jets because the way to get to the Jets is beat them between the seams and now that Cooper Cup is dead that the Lions probably have the best guy in the league at doing that it's just the Jets are going to bring how's Quinn Williams feeling is he going to play it's a calf injury and he is day to day so I, I I really don't know I certainly you know certainly pray that he plays but I really don't know even if he the Lions and Jets weirdly have played low-scoring games in the past. I remember a few years ago they played, and it was like a 10-7 or 9-6 sort of game. Like Historically, the, the few times they do play, I think the, these games are low-scoring. So I agree with you on this. The Jets have been – Jets love playing low-scoring game, low games this year. Uh, the game against the, the, the Broncos, against the Patriots, last week against the Bills. You're, you're exactly right about that. It's going to be a very close game. Uh, the thing is, Goff – does not tend to play well outdoors, particularly in inclement weather, which, you know, it's going to be cold outdoors and outdoors for the the Lions. That's a tough spot. But, man, they're playing so well, but they're so poorly coached. I'm banking on Dan Campbell kicking a field goal like he did last week to go up 11, uh, giving the chance for the Vikings to turn around with a short field and and tie the game up or, uh, you know, faking a punt up seven or something. Like, I'm, I'm banking on Dan Campbell doing something stupid. And Sala taking advantage of that. Did you uh, hear what Campbell said on uh, the McAfee show? I guess that would have been today. Did you see no, that clip? No, I didn't. What did he say? He admitted that that crazy Pene Sewell touchdown play that it, he it was, looked kind of lost. Down, wasn't it? Just a first yeah, down. what was a, a first? Oh, down. first down. Sorry, yeah, it was like a game clinch. Sorry. Yeah. He says he was distracted by the crowd doing the wave, <laughs> and he didn't even hear 
See? The offensive coordinator asked him if he could run that play, and he was just mesmerized by the wave that he said, yeah, yeah, that when it actually got ran, he didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> See, so this is what I'm talking about. And he admitted it. He's like, oh, and this happened during the game. Like, he was happy to tell you that. So we have to commit to the run, uh, play turnover-free football or close to turnover-free football, which the team did last week, uh, get Bam Knight involved more, and pray that Dan Campbell and does Dan Campbell things and that Jared Goff returns to his outdoor form. Um, I'm not super confident at all. The Lions are, are a talented team. I'm going to play the Jets, but I got very little confidence here. I'm nervous about this game. So you're, but you're, you know what? So what? So what? Like Jeff was right. My focus has been on the wrong things, and I've come to appreciate that the last couple of weeks. No matter what happens, I'm going to be really happy with this season. This was this was an unexpected treat that I got to enjoy this year that I, that really we didn't see coming, and it's been fun. And if it all comes to grief, that's okay because it was a fun ride. And like, even if this Jets team makes the playoffs, which I desperately want, but if they don't, like. They're not going anywhere in the playoffs. Like, I hope Jeff's team gets in instead because at least they can win some games. Oh. They got a quarterback and a team that's trying to shank you. He's trying to shank you, my Jeff. My team can't. No, but no, no, but I'm being sincere because my team can't. Like, they are not equipped to be a Super Bowl contender. We don't have the, we don't quite have the offensive firepower for that. Some of our best guys are hurt and done for the year. So, like, I mean, I want my team to make it. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's okay. Like I'm okay with where this season has gone. There's a lot to build off of. I have a lot to look forward to next season. Oh my goodness. The sky is the limit for this team in twenty twenty three. I can't wait till I can start thinking about that in some ways. But it's better for football reasons. It's better if like particularly since someone like me does not want Buffalo or Miami doing anything in the playoffs. It's better if Jeff's team's Jeff's team makes it in some ways because they have You're a much better chance. The truth. You're being I am telling the truth. No, I am. Being no, I appreciate that there's a level of perspective that you're no longer like thinking about a division. No, but I don't buy any of this for a second. You have games coming home, I believe, um, against the Miami Dolphins. Do you still play the One. Patriots? No, we're done with the Patriots. They already beat us twice. We're done with the Bills. We okay, but I no hold on, hold Seattle on. And I appreciate your perspective and to acknowledge a team that had zero Super Bowl chance or as or aspirations. Whoa, to whoa, 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 Jeff. Okay, well, let's hold on a second here. Tim is going to get an awful lot of credit for his prediction of the Jets this season because he said they could go one and sixteen or seventeen and zero or somewhere in between, Jeff. Okay, that's fine. But in my opinion, their 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 Super Bowl chance, even at their best point this year, was still a zero. And they're gonna go to the night before the Super Bowl and get defensive rookie of the year, and they're gonna finish first or second in voting for offensive rookie of the year. Success. Yes. Season success. Yes. But this charade you're trying to pull right now. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, what charade? I just said well, I me. want my team to make it. Whoa, if they whoa, don't, whoa. it's probably you, better you if the Chargers out do. These messages that we're done. We have no chance conceding my playoff spot, your playoff spot to me, just because some 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 stupid Nate Silver failed math is bullshit. Okay, you have a much easier Listen schedule than my team does. Hold on, you play in a one point point spread game at home. The Miami Dolphins are seven and a half point spreads on the road. The Chargers get run over by Derrick Henry. Like you, there's such an easy path for you to be 
in your playoff spot controlling your destiny Sunday. And you know this because you play that goddamn machine 30 times a day. But so I have a law. So all right I have now. is coin flips. I have Jacksonville, which is not going to be an easy you're, game. You're, but you're not. Seattle you're, you're, is not an easy game. And then Miami. No, like I have. No one believes you now. No I think one I, believes I, you. I would say the Jets have a three in 10 chance to make the playoffs. That's probably what they've got. What about That's what, a reasonable expectation. I mean, three two, in 10. two weeks ago, you had them winning every game the rest of the season. It wasn't even going to be close. I've changed. Well, in part, the quarterback's been hurt. In part, they haven't played as well. And I, again, I've gained perspective. I'm okay if the, it, as much as I want the team to make the playoffs, that to me would be such a thrill. I want it more than anything. But if they don't, it's probably better for me right. that the Jets go eight and nine and the Chargers make the playoffs. And it's the chart that way someone else is in the playoffs who can accomplish the next most important goal, which is to ensure that no one else in the AFC East can get out of the AFC. And as much as I would want it to be my team, Jeff's team has a much better chance of stopping those teams. So, like, it's, you know, if if you can't win the primary mission, what's the secondary mission? I mean, we can accomplish that. Paul okay. has been Paul, Paul has been Paul has been sitting here with his hand up for like five minutes. So, Paul, it is your turn to counter anything you'd like here. Tim's level-headed demeanor in all of this. I think he's pivoted his attention to the sixth annual Custy Awards Most Insane Award. He's trying to he's trying to set Jeff up. And by like, oh, look how rational I am. You were looking at flights to Arizona two weeks ago. Give your head a shake. Nobody's buying this at this point. If they beat, if they beat the Lions, you're going to be talking nonsense again. Nobody's buying it. Top to judge me by, I ask people to judge me by my actions. When Minnesota treat the Jets, how I acted on the show. When the Jets lost this week, how I acted on the show. I mean... What you see is what you get. No, I mean, no, 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 I, fe- no. I have a, pr- a better perspective on things. As much as I desperately want my team to win, and I want that more than anything, uh, you know, I, if it all goes wrong, it's okay. If, if Miami fun. loses on Saturday night and you're up 7 nothing, you're going to say something so stupid <laughs> that will contradict everything. <laughs> no, I won't. You, to, you'll look at Pat. You'll look at the room you're with with the Paul and, and your buddies and your Sunday crew and you will say something that will so immediately contradict everything you just said. No, I don't think that I will. Because I realize it, no. the schedule we have. No, no, I'm not. Not a chance. Okay, well, I guess the proof in the pudding will be in the eating of it. Because I'm not going to do that. I'm still very nervous about all the rest of the games. Like, And I just, I don't know. Just I feel like we already have a couple of fluke wins this year. And. Maybe that's where we ought to be in the end of it is with what, eight, nine, nine, and eight, what, not what, in. What wins, are, what wins are flukes? Because when we talked about it at the time, you didn't accept that any of those games were flukes. Not even the, nah, the, not even the, the Browns, Browns game. <laughs> the Browns won. I mean, some people claim, I don't think it's true, but some people claim that Sauce committed P.I. in the Denver game on the last play, and that would have given Denver a chance to win. Like, there's any, anyway, whatever. It's okay. I'm hey, in a good space. Wrong. I'm in a good space, and I, I'm just as happy Almost just as happy cheering for Jeff's team to do something as I am Stop! my own. <laughs> because your success is my success. Because you're clearing. I don't want your six. I don't want you to. No. Okay. I can respect that. Like, if the Chargers end up finishing the season strong, that will likely mean maybe something bad—a result for the Patriots or maybe even the <laughs> Dolphins. And you are saying that, like, if you just have a chance to make the playoffs going to week 17, 18, like, you have succeeded. 
Yes. And if they don't make it and your team does, you have a better shot with your roster to get rid of the other AFC East team should you encounter them. And that's mission number two after Jets making the playoffs. And so if you accomplish that, then that will make me happy. You're a stalking horse for my, what I need. Okay. So you don't think you think you're done this year, but you're making the playoffs by Halloween next year. I don't right? think we're, Oh, next year we could have things locked and loaded by Halloween, pal. Okay. Just I, you know, just looking at potential opponents next season in 2023, there are so few losses on that schedule. When you get Brees Hall back another year of Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, draft picks that we're going to be able to put in. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, this could be real special in 2023. You, you know, you, you know, you said that about this year too, right? And this year happened to be somewhat special. You also Far said more that special you, than many people predicted. You also said Hall- that last yeah, year about this team. And like, think about how few teams actually clinch playoff spots by Thanksgiving. Like how <laughs> dominant your season has to be to get a t-shirt and a hat at Thanksgiving. There that you have it. Now calling Halloween. Well, considering not a single AFC team has clinched a playoff spot yet, and it is <laughs> December twenty or December thirteenth, uh, Halloween's that's is it even possible to clinch a playoff spot by Halloween? Mathematically, the season better start a week earlier than it did this year. <laughs> I think there's only uh, nine weeks potentially. This is like seven weeks, isn't it? There's like four weeks in September, and then like yeah. Two months is it like depends. nine weeks, so you'd depends. have to be nine. Be little, yeah, you'd sure. have to be okay, nine fine. and zero. Oh, I think that may be hyperbole, <laughs> but there's just very few losses on that schedule next season. That's all I'm saying. Are you taking the? Jets you better have us starting on prime time too. The Lions, Jeff. I'm gonna take the Jets. Uh, it's just a simple, like huge, big, nice Detroit win. Uh, just Jared Goff in the cold. That defense is just so nasty. And, um, yeah, Mike White to Garrett Wilson, assuming Mike White can breathe. But it'll be in a flak jacket, I assume. Do you think if the Jets win this week and that Marilyn Manson surgery is successful that you would consider getting it, Jeff? No, but I'll be honest. For my personal interests, I will watch that game to see if with he does many it. fist pumps if the Lions are playing well. Uh, I don't want. I want as few teams in the quest for this spot as possible. Right now, it's like a one for three. I want it to be a two for four. That's why Feinberg versus the AFC East. That's what it is. It it is it is me versus the AFC East. But I don't get to play any of you. But I watch you all play each other, um, which hopefully works out to my. Well, to be fair, we only have to play one AFC East team in our last four, but. I feel just, like just the Miami. Patriots play the whole division. They and do. The, Dolphins the Patriots play the whole division. The pa- well, the Dolphins definitely do. And I think the Patriots do as well. So I don't have to. I have other tough games. Pitts- but whatever. That's okay. Pittsburgh and Carolina. Carolina's a two and a half <sighs> point favorite at home here. Looking like Trubisky at the moment. The Darnold undefeated since returning as the starter. 38 and a half is the total in this game. This is a tricky one. Here, I'll flip the coin and see what the coin says, because this feels like a real coin flip game. Not for me. If it's Trubisky, it's I'm taking the Panthers. I really feel like you think Pickett is really good. I think Pickett is good, not great. I think Trubisky is horrific. He threw them out of that game. He threw two terrible red zone interceptions. He threw three picks. They lost the game by two. Like, he cost them that game. He's, he's terrible. Pickett's decent. 
Ask Rob on the Best Bet Show what he thinks about Pickett. I'm not the only person over here who thinks. He, I mean, I I don't have the, the the data analysis that he does. He'll tell you the same thing though. Pickett's good. Like Pickett's not great, but he's good. He's going to be their quarterback next year. He's going to be decent, decent to good. Uh, give me give me Pittsburgh if he were to play, but he's not. So I will take uh, Darnold and the Panthers. Plus, I need kind of, I'm kind of cheering for them now because I really don't want Tampa to make the playoffs. What do you think, Jeff? I'm just I just want to confirm something with Pittsburgh that I feel in my in my loins about them. And that is that they in their class of team they seem to play very well in Period. in their yeah. like talent level class. Like against the um, Saints or that kind of team. Yeah, the teams that like, you know, Atlanta, the like, Colts you know, when they had to play Philly or a hot Dolphin team or the Bills, you know, that, that's no chance for them. But when they've been matched up in teams in that tier that I feel they are in, they have had their most success. Uh, they play very well in their weight, right? I guess their punching weight, that'd be how people would call it. Uh, you know, fight fans. Weight boom. class. Yeah, I like, uh, I'll, I'll take Pittsburgh here. But it's fun to see. And if uh, Steve Wilkos pulls this off as Kingsbury leads a a a a Titanic, uh, what an embarrassing indictment on Steve Kime. I'll take Pittsburgh as well. This this feels like the Sam Darnold implosion game, just because Pittsburgh's pass defense is still you know top ten in the league right now. They did get gashed on the ground, but that was by Baltimore. Maybe Carolina can have a similar strategy as they had last week. I just it. They looked a whole lot better than they are when you go up against the worst defense over the past month. Like, Seattle can't stop anyone at this point. So, that's a big problem. And, like, I watched that game again this morning like this. We watched it in real time. And I watched it again this morning with just, like, every single play. J.C. Horn was everywhere in that game. And that really threw a wrench into what Seattle wanted to do offensively, but jokes on him this week. It's almost like the Latimer thing against Atlanta. Like is Pittsburgh really going to come out and drop 400 passing yards on you? No, they're going to dink and dunk you use Fryer myth in the slot, throw the ball like out of bounds to George Pickens and somehow he'll catch it. Then they're going to try to grind you the rest of the way. This feels like an under, it feels like 17 to 10 Pittsburgh, 13 to 10 Pittsburgh. So I like Pittsburgh as well in this spot. Uh, Tim on an Island by himself with Carolina minus two and a half here. Our next partner is a product I literally use every single day. I started taking athletic greens because I felt slow in the morning. I wasn't retaining energy. If I wanted to go to the gym, I was logy. Never want to be logy at the gym and athletic greens helped me change all of that because I didn't have time to really stock up in the morning because I like to rush in the morning, but I wanted better gut health. I wanted more energy. I wanted an optimized immune system and I don't like taking pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and want to see what all the hype was about. So you know that I've been all in on Athletic Greens, and I think that you should be all in on Athletic Greens as well. What is it? It's one scoop of Athletic Greens, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality minerals, whole-sourced superfoods, probiotics, aptogens. It just makes you feel a whole lot better, and it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you're on the go, whether you're keto, whether you're gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, paleo, or you're just in a rush all the time, Athletic Greens is where you want to be. It's a micro habit that has big benefits. You can schedule it when you wake up every single morning, get it in you, and 
then you're just taking care of yourself. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health. It's much cheaper than like a cold brew habit or anything like that. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Brings us to the midway point of the show, which means it is a special mini edition of Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner. <laughs> what makes it special? That you're going to give us a topic and we're going to talk about it. Well, I got at least one, and it's sort of a, something I touched on last week that keeps driving me nuts. I'm so tired of these rings on my <laughs> Fit phone about the fitness. They're driving me up the wall. Like the passive aggressive, oh, you haven't really reached your, your total today. Get moving. Like, first, they what, don't know what, what I've why, been doing why, all day. Why, why do you see? I feel like if you just read things in a more positive voice, it would just seem a Not whole lot better. Positive. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to meant. It's meant to motivate you. You're just. It you're just such a me. fucking slacker because you see me and our other friend keep sending you our rings every single day. Is that helping? Well, maybe you should get. Maybe you should just get off your ass. How about that? Well, being, but like, it doesn't know a, what I'm doing. I, I don't carry my phone everywhere I go. I have those cordless headphones so that I don't have to carry my phone everywhere I go. That's kind of the point of it. How do, your, uh, I don't, and, how, do, how do your wireless headphones work if your phone's not around? Like, I will lock my phone in the little locker in the gym and then go to the treadmill. No, you fucking won't. That is absurd. Because I don't want my phone stolen. I your, walk your wire, places without my phone in my hands your wire, all the time. Also, it doesn't know what kind of day I'm having. What if I'm having how, an wait, exhausting wait, day at work and I don't have the energy to do anything but lay down and rest? Tim, you work and you for, know what? Tim, it Tim, doesn't Tim. know what kind of day I have. Tim, you work for the government. Like, come on. It doesn't no, know no, what no, kind of day no, I have. No one, no one thinks you work hard. I don't need these push notifications that are basically bullying me. <laughs> to tell me to close my... What, what, what does the rings know about me? It doesn't know the first thing about me. I don't understand why I need to. to, to de- I know I could delete the app, but now I refuse to. Now it's a matter of principle. I'm frustrated by these rings telling me, oh, you didn't quite meet your rings total today. Well, too bad. Like, life happens. And there are days where I don't even leave my apartment because I'm just not going to that day. I don't need the rings to tell me what I'm doing. It doesn't know what I'm doing. I could go out for a walk and not bring my phone so that I'm away from my how, phone. How often do you go for a walk? You, you legit, we, we counted them between our group chat today. On average, over the past 14 days, you've sent over 300 messages a day in our chat. How often do you don't have your phone on you? I would say for an hour or two a day, it happens. And this is when you're going for your, coincidentally, when you're going for your walks, you don't bring your phone with you. Sometimes I, sometimes I'll walk to the Starbucks mm-hmm. that's not far from here mm-hmm. and go for a walk and get a coffee and not bring my phone just so I can clear my mind and not think about my technology <laughs> Jeff, at all. Jeff, does that sound very believable to you? There's so many layers to this, <laughs> which are very mind boggling. Um, one, no, I want to save that one. First... <laughs> 
like you can curate your own experience. You can turn off these notifications. Yes, I know, can, but now I now it's a matter like, of like no, I'm not going to let stubborn. the uh, I'm not going to give the app the upper hand. I'm not going <laughs> to I let won't. It win. The notifications aren't going to stop unless you stop them or <laughs> delete the app. You have the power to do it. People are like, I get so mad on the internet. Well, you can like just log off, not go to that thing, or not. So you're on the side of the ring. Discourse. So you're on the ring side of things. That's where you you come down on this. No, I'm on the side that you can curate it any which way you freaking want, and you are like to think like I'm going to get one up on the app. I'm not saying it's like um you're in a battle with a kid. It's like no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not even like that. It's like Tim's feud with the fucking coin. No, yeah, no, but sure. like the the rings are like they like they think they're the eye of Sauron, who like knows every move I make. But that's not true. It doesn't, and also it doesn't take into account maybe it's really snowy outside and I'm not able to do something. Maybe it's cold and I don't maybe want to go outside. Maybe the elevator's broken and I'm not maybe going the down the stairs. Maybe I had an exhausting, stressful day at work, and I what I need for my health is just to relax that evening but the, the the rings don't ask you those questions they should be writing you know what i've said to pat the types of comments that the ring should be sending me are like uh you know we know you're doing your best try to keep it up uh you know good work today you took a few like it doesn't need to basically be criticizing every move i make and only only quote you unquote want this app to me. tell you you're doing great reward yourself <laughs> i want it to give me positive affirmations when you do nothing well, I- the problem it doesn't here, know Tim, my day. It is shouldn't actually, be so presumptuous. The problem here is actually quite simple. Like it's you. You are the problem. You're triggered no, by the, no. Hold on. You're triggered by this. You think McDonald's is offending people by saying two for one or two can dine? Like you're the problem. You, you notice just, they stop doing that. You can't navigate very normal situations, and then you get upset. Well, I do get upset because I think it's wrong. Like the, the, the app doesn't know my day. The rings don't know what I've been doing that day. It also doesn't know what I need that day. It just presumes, oh, you better take these steps that only we can count, even though I'm not always with my phone. Like it's just, it'd be different if I had an an, a, an Apple Watch or a Fitbit. Like then it actually is attached to my person at all times, basically. But like this phone is just making an approximation of what I might have done and then has the gall to criticize me for it. Like, honest to God, man. It's Criticize like, it's you. That's like when McDonald's calls you fat, right? <laughs> yeah, how dare they? It's 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 like it's passive aggressive is what it is. Paul, you had something to say? <laughs> the whole thing that it's like passive aggressive, I'm kind of thinking of like when he thinks old ladies are eyeballing how many items he has in the line and stuff like she was she was too <laughs> not everyone is out to get you yeah, there that's main the, character that's, that's, yeah and it's not even people now it's apps that are literally trying to encourage you to continue to do more the problem is you're not doing nearly enough and it doesn't care about how your day is well that's a problem right well that's there's like multi multi million millionaires that are probably still getting their exercise in even though they have very stressful days trust me i don't work out 
n- anywhere close yeah, to what I should. The but rings I'm also are very, rings are very mean to Paul. I'm also not getting mad at my phone when I don't cross like the five thousand yeah. steps that day, and it like gives me the little thing. I go, oh, I've been lazy sitting on my ass on the couch. He also doesn't know. Maybe how I should get up I and go eat. take the dog Tim for a walk. For the go- he, Tim works for the government and doesn't have kids. He doesn't have to like, leave his home. I have stressful days like everybody else. <laughs> Everyone does. And like, it also doesn't know how many steps I need. This is like that's all, This is like a rehash of that stupid serving sample nonsense. It also, like, everyone needs a different amount of steps each day. You don't know how many steps I need. You also don't know what kind of steps I take. What if I take big steps versus little steps? You need more steps. You don't steps know what kind of steps I'm need. taking. Well, you also didn't. You also. So you're on the ring side, too. You're all against me. You're you all are, taking the we, side of the rings. We also yes. said that when you had to do one minute of a brisk walk, and when we told you what a brisk walk was, you said that was jogging. For me, that would be jogging, yes. Yes, three, it would be. That three. would be like the equivalent of that Olympic race walking. Three and a half on a treadmill isn't jogging. If you're someone who takes as big a steps as you say. I do take big steps. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't sound like it. I find that speed requires me to be in a very light jog. See, now if you take really big steps, it wouldn't be. Yes, it would. I mean, considering I have little wee person legs, I can walk that no problem. Well, I find that to be a bit quick. Not that I'm saying, there's, like, at least I understand what 3.5 is. To me, that's not a brisk walk. That's a light jog. See, I think four. Four would be a brisk walk, as long as you're not jacking up like the treadmill to like 12 and a half. Like, I mean, Jeff, I guess you wouldn't know because you've, I, when you went to Western, where's Western? Guelph? London. London? So London's, like, London's pretty big. It has about like 400, 500,000 people in it. It's a big town, yeah. Yeah. So I noticed, like, the biggest two things I've noticed between, I mean, there's a lot of big differences, but, like, living in Toronto and living in New York City versus living here or when I lived in Calgary uh, or wherever it might be is that people in big cities walk really fast and people in smaller cities walk really slow. Like, everyone is walking with a purpose in Toronto. Did you notice that living between two places? Like, the, the pace that, like, in New York, you can always tell who tourists are, one, because they're looking up at tall buildings, but two, they're not walking fast and they're just in the way of everyone. Yeah, I would agree with that. Although, you know, university, like I lived off campus, but I lived in such a student like zone bubble that regular humans, like even encountering them in London was weird unless they were like doing a service. I don't mean servicing me. (laughs) I mean, like just like working at like the, the stores or the delivering your pizza. The liquor store, the Del- pizza guy, delivering the- d- delivering your Slurpee from two minutes down the road. Yeah, or you know, we had the, we lived on top of a convenience store. So and I, the guy, I guess, like he knew my last name was Feinberg, and he'd always suck up to me by um, like like uh, go, um, saying those motherfuck Hamas motherfuckers. <laughs> was that during like the war? No, he just would suck up. You just like would just like to you just make conversation. Oh, here's the Jewish guy. I'll insult Hamas. He'd <laughs> been better off like insulting the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> like if you want to like engage with me, I don't know how to reply to that. <laughs> no, I mean it. I don't even know how to like have a conversation. I mean, I'm not a fan of. I don't disagree with what he's saying, but I don't know how. Like that's not a conversation I'm gonna engage in or or know how to have a talk about um yeah i miss uh miss george george yeah 
Oh, college was great. College was great. Paul, do you do you notice this between like even when you lived in Ottawa versus Toronto? People here suck at driving. All right, people here suck at driving. It's, it's outrageous. They all drive like Tim. Everyone drives, yeah, like 10 Tim is under too the afraid speed to get limit. within five of the speed limit. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal here from, for that. Oh, yeah, I mean, in Toronto, people will have places to be. Yeah. I haven't done too much. I mean, I haven't really noticed it from a walking perspective, but I, in fairness, like, unless I go to downtown Halifax, yeah, I, guess you I don't, don't walk really walk around all that often. I, I just, well, I guess the rings must hate you then. They do. He already said that. Were you not listening to him, or were you just being in your main character? No, like, I walk my dog, but my dog's an asshole who kind of does its own thing, so... Um, I don't really get up to the speed I want to get up to a lot of times because she goes and smells like a a bush or something. I'm wondering how it knows my steps. Like, could I shake it in such a way that it would think I'm walking when I'm not? Why would you cheat it? To shut the rings up. Be it at its own game. (laughs) Turn off your fucking (laughs) notifications. delete the app. No, no. Now it's a matter of principle now. It's a matter of principle now. You're going to try to... it, it It just sounds like your favorite pastime is being triggered by things that you could prevent. You know what? Rather, by it. rather than sitting on your ass, and if you're not going to go out or something like that, why don't you, like, if you're on your computer, walk around with your laptop in your apartment? Then you would at least get some steps. I can't believe you have to leave your house you to get steps. Don't use your device <laughs> properly. <laughs> like, is something upset? I'm not saying you should live in a bubble where you only hear. You know, people that agree with you and like want to suck up to you, but you should also like mute or block or disable things that upset you and bother you like you can truly curate an experience to not have this happen. And you think you're going to win this fight. (laughs) The computer's not going to stop sending you messages (laughs) like it's not going to end. So what's your plan? I plan it to beat it at its own game. Be healthier? Then it's a, just, then, then, it, then it accomplished what it set out to do. But that's fine. But I just some of the tone and the assumptions that some of these that the that the rings make, I just don't like. You're, I, you, I find you, you you are projecting your own tone onto it. It's a computer. It has no tone. It wants it's me to read it a particular way. Factly, it's not insulting. <laughs> It's just it's, like, but see, it's not matter of fact because he doesn't know what I'm doing. Nothing. It doesn't care it, it, what you're doing. It, it, you're it not actually, getting the job done from the step front. Yeah, you're saying it's really all it cares you're not about. doing taking steps. <laughs> I could be taking steps and the phone doesn't know it because I haven't got the phone in my hand. You That's always fine. have the phone in your hand, Tim. No, sometimes I don't. When? Besides walking to I Starbucks, yeah, sometimes we, we, I like to walk to Starbucks. You're fucking lying. We know we know that you're lying about that because you would never no, not I... you would never not bring your phone with you out of the house in case you slipped and fell because you don't have the fucking I slipped and I have to press my button. I don't, I, I don't have life alert. Well, exactly. That's why you need to have your phone I, on you. You be you're too scared to go anywhere without your phone in case something happened to you. I That's have a solution. True. I have a solution. I got it. Just put this phone away for a little and use your backup phone. <laughs> all right all right that's very funny that's very funny ha 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 yeah yeah okay although everyone i've asked has backup phones so like i guess i'm weird that i don't your backup phone doesn't have this app you should just bring it out for a little bit yeah you should this de- phone didn't have this app till i did this refresh well then, then maybe you should go back and try to install the the last version not you know, the updated another version. example you turn notifications of the ios off for anything 
Like, is your phone just constantly buzzing? Constantly buzzing. Like, like Harvey's is letting you know about it. Like, everything. Like, BK is let me you know, know that there's a, uh, just the other day, BK let me know that their mozzarella sticks are four for a dollar. Dude, we're in two separate, I mean, he's probably in more, but we're in two separate Facebook Messenger groups with like 14 other people that will sometimes I'll come back to and it'll have a thousand messages in it. Pretty sure he has oh. his notifications on for that. I do have my notifications on. Turn them off! No, I don't know. Then I'll miss something. Okay, so you're the guy who can't miss anything ever, yet you can go without your phone for two hours to go for a walk. Because I've, it's, not, it's not two hours. It's like 20 minutes. Dude, uh, we don't just, believe you. You can't miss anything, yet you're just willingly going without your phone. On the one place where you would probably want to have your phone on you. No, I like the ability sometimes to detach. You what? just said you don't want to miss anything. Well, no, like during the run of a day, something could be said that's interesting. But if I'm going to miss things, then I'll miss them. But I'll, I'll see it from the notifications when I get back to my phone. Well, what I, I asked me, like trying to get away, it depends on what you do. What podcast do you normally listen to, like when you go on your walks? This one? Pardon me? What podcast do you normally listen to on your walks? Like the Pat Mayo Experience? I, was trying I to don't. Think of, I'm trying to think of your frame of mind. I usually listen. I don't usually listen unless it's the best bet show. I download them all. Yeah, but which uh, one, like when you're like what what's what do you walk to? Like what puts you in the tranquil mood? Depends. Sometimes I'll listen to sport sports ones, other times I'll listen to political ones that then I actually they those kind of get me riled up a bit. Uh or I'll listen to sports ones, uh or I'll listen to his history podcasts. There was this great podcast on World War Two I was listening to. Listen to Cuomo's podcast. Uh, oh yeah, could you imagine? I would rather have my skin taken off with a cheese grater than listen to one <laughs> word he had to say. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Uh, or sometimes I'll just—and I, I know this is using my Wi-Fi data—but I'll just open up the YouTube and listen to music on a walk. So that would be pretty hard to do if you didn't have your phone <laughs> on you. Oh yeah, I don't. Not every walk. Oh no, not everyone now. But here's exactly. But what if you, I go to here, Starbucks, here are the right thirteen things I do when I go for a walk. But no, I don't have my phone on me. Please. Oh, no, I usually do. I usually do. But on this Starbucks one, Starbucks, as you know, is just halfway up the hill from me. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a short Mm -hmm. little jaunt. I don't mind, uh, particularly at the end of an an evening after supper, uh, to walk that supper off by going for a little walk up the hill to get a coffee quietly in the evening and then come back. How long do you... Tim listens to... Walk the supper off. ...music videos via YouTube with his phone in his pocket. That's how Tim (laughs) listens to music. Yes, I do. The more egregious claim was like walking a five-minute walk. He thinks that it's going to walk five. off. It's like twenty. It's like twenty minutes, and it's up it's all the way uphill to get there. Twenty minutes each way. Eh, not quite. Or maybe like sixteen minutes each maybe, way. Maybe maybe you're kill like walking. Maybe you're killing like a hundred calories. Sixteen minutes each oh, way. Oh, it's more than that. No, walking walking thirty-two minutes. Isn't that like five uh, steps a calorie or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but no, it's not. Open your rings; you would find out. It'll tell you. I don't want to look at my rings. What are these I'll messages? Tell you what my, that you know what? I'll tell you what my rings. Tell us what it said. Oh, I send them to I send them to Pat and the group all the time. <laughs> Let's see what is what is this stupid rings telling me right now? Today I what does it say? Today I have. 141 steps. To Jesus. Well, that's a problem. 
Like that's why you're 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 on like bully level where they're like, get up. It is. Are you an invalid? Get out of bed. What the hell? I've walked zero point one kilometers today. Well, uh, also, here's another one from our friend that he's put in the chat. <laughs> awesome job on your move ring yesterday, but there's a 200% move goal award in your future if you can get up to it. That sounds very positive. Now, yesterday I walked 1,141 steps. That, that is not very much. Like, if you and like. 0.85 kilometers. So, and I mean, nothing. that's a total of, you know, it says total 2,413 calories. So that must have been the amount of calories I burned yesterday. You're supposed to have like 10, You think that 10, you walked 0.8 of a kilometer and you burned 2,000 calories? Well, it says here in red, it says here in red, total 2,413 cal. What does that mean? Where do you see total at? Uh, if you open your actual day itself, yeah, okay. you look at the day itself, and then you look at the clock from zero hundred to to twenty four hundred. You mean like what the number is? Like the... underneath of it, it says total to cal. Okay, total cal. So it might, it's it's sort of in smaller red letters. Okay, I, the... I see it here. So I assume I walked 0.85 km and that burned 2,400 calories. So yeah, it's like five steps a calorie, which Tim, is kind of what I thought. Tim, you're not burning 2,400 calories by walking 1,000 steps. He did well, 140, that's what the says. 141 steps today. I've done nothing. We've been working on shows all day, and I'm at 2,970. <laughs> like, today it says I burned 1,428 calories. That's only 141 steps. Tim, you're not burning. Like, this might be the problem here. You are not burning that amount of calories. But that's what the... So, the, the, so, what are the, I, so I don't know what the rings even mean anymore. Like, it's, tell, it's telling me that, like, uh, your, your movement calories, that I've burned 252, and I've taken 6,700 steps. Like, did you, very did, did you Did you put your weight in as 3,000 pounds? No, I Have don't Have you know. left your bed? Besides yes. to go pee, because well, you said 141 steps today. That's, that, what that, that's like says. just that sounds like just bathroom breaks. But you know, if there was a good period of the day where it was just plugged in against the wall and I wasn't using it, and that's when you went on your eight mile walk, right? No, I have I have not <laughs> left my apartment all day. You gotta start moving. Movement's good for the body. Yeah. So yeah, 140. It's funny that I had exactly 1,000 more yeah, steps yesterday. What happened to the mall walks? This is like it's bandwagon. This malls is the things, this right? is not the time of year you want to be going on mall walks. This is where all the weekend warriors are hanging out. Bandwagon the, maulers. Yeah, bandwagon bandwagon mall walkers are hanging around there right now. So no, that that, that this that's not the place to be right now. Tim, what does it say? Um, so I'm I'm looking where it says total. Uh, total the cow. What does it say in the gray cow number at the top of the graph? There's a. I don't have a gray cow number on the top of the graph. So it says for me, it says eighty-four cow. See, I don't have anything like that. Oh yeah, sorry, three cow. That's what you've burned today. What? Yeah. That's not possible. You've taken a hundred. You burn that many calories. But you burn five calorie a calorie every five steps. So how is it possible that you burn three? Who told you that? I I don't know. I think I remember hearing that somewhere. From who? I don't know. Did you make that up and then then started (laughs) believing it? No, I'm sure I heard that somewhere. I can assure you, your 143 steps did not burn you 1,400 calories or whatever you said it was. Well, it did. It did seem high. 
It should. Because at that pace, you would be losing, I don't know, 12 pounds a week? Hmm. So maybe there's something off with those numbers? I mean, clearly there is. But I find this whole app very befuddling. That, that three number is the one you should be focusing on. One day... Uh, was it Saturday? Oh, well, we, we'll talk about that later, uh, another time. That problem. Saturday, I walked uh, 3,173 steps. That's not a lot. Like, you should be trying it's to get around half to... the ring. I get that. I mean, the rings are a pretty low baseline since you set what the baseline is for it. Like, you should be trying to get 10,000 a day. That's what people should be doing. That's what's, like, recommended. Uh, <laughs> and then I had 3,000 on the day before that. 1,500 on Sunday. Like, we do the same thing on Sunday. And what did I have on Sunday? I had 6,200. And 1,500. Yeah. You've got to get some movement in. Sorry, it updated. I'm at 3,800, and I literally haven't really done it. I didn't even take the dog for a walk today. Like, you should be clearing so, five. So, so 5K should be, like, the absolute it. minimum that you have in, like, any sort of given day. Well, like I said, I haven't left my apartment yet today. <laughs> okay. Let's I haven't. Let's All right, I'll talk about why people should get parking tickets more often next week. Oh, I have a big thing. I, 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 was, I was talking to Paul about this earlier because here we have the parking ban when it becomes winter that I think it should be legal for snowplows to crash into people's cars if they park oh, on the road. Well, I, had to go to a, I went to a concert Saturday night, and I parked a great distance away to why park Why do you legally. always park so far and away the amount, from everything? Why are you so cheap? Because I refuse to park illegally. Why are you so cheap, the, though? You can pay for the parking that's closer. No, there was no pay for not not on Saturday night. There's no parking okay. that I could pay for that was close. Okay, just like I not where work. I was. Mm-hmm. So I parked legally, but quite a ways away. And I walked by all these people who were parked illegally. None of them had tickets. I walked back. None of them had tickets. A lot of people need to be getting parking tickets, and I don't understand why they aren't giving out more parking tickets. There, you know, five percent of them are probably scofflaws who don't care, but ninety-five percent of people don't want to break the rules or just getting away with it. Wrong. Yeah, I, a lot more I, people need I, to be getting parking tickets. I illegally park all the time, and it's the cost of doing business ticket. If I can park illegally ten times without getting caught, I've already won. I wish that we had the resources to ticket people every single time. Just about they park illegally, they'd stop. Ah, sh- shout out to our guy Ariel, who we used to work with the Fantasy Sports Network. We just bring our parking tickets to. I mean, I don't know if you did, Jeff, but I used to just bring my parking tickets to him and be like, "Yeah, instead of owing like a thousand dollars, you owe twenty bucks, and you're good." You just call in. I mean, like, dispute them. <laughs> okay. Um, I vehemently agree with Tim Anderson, probably for different reasons, but society has become a muck. People, these pretentious fucks, they think just because they, like, just because you want Tim Hortons doesn't mean you can fucking park your car anywhere you want. Yes, okay? you're right. There's like, it's no, I'm just running in for a car. I don't give a shit. On top of that, these goddamn, I've complained about it before, but these motherfucking Uber Eats drivers that just idle in like the three spots at like local in-city places to get food. Kill them all. All of them. I'm telling you, these Uber things have made it, these Uber Eats have made, you know, because they're not like, not to say like being a taxi driver is like a trained art of driving or that I think taxis and bike riders think they own, own, own the roads and that no rules actually 
actually apply to them. But at least taxi driver, like the pretentiousness of the Uber Eats driver and they how they think they can park absolutely everywhere is contributing to the downfall of society. I listen. Well don't give out tickets. For the most part, Sma- I agree with most of that. Smash up people's cars. If you park illegally, you're open game to have your windows broken or something like that. Then people won't do it. I wish there. I have no problem with a draconian state. <laughs> None. I don't give a shit. There should be photos. You parked illegally. You didn't pay for it. Ticket on the camera. Boom. You can't renew your license unless you pay that bitch. Sorry. You want to see what I'm doing on my phone? Shit. I'm reading about the chargers or gambling or maybe some like porn. Like, that's what you want to see? I don't know. Only if you're up to no good should you be afraid. It's, it's common courtesy to not treat people like you're more important than they are by not by pe- parking illegally uh, violates that. Your time is no more important than anybody else's. You don't have any special rights stamped on your passport that allows you to park where other people can't. What if you're a diplomat? respect what, for other. What if you're a diplomat? Well, then I then, say then all this because I show respect almost... for your fellow citizen and be a good person and a good citizen and a good member of your community and don't park wherever you feel like. I almost it says you got can't park there. You can't week. park there. I, I I'm just passionate about it. I've been passionate about it before, but I literally almost got run over this week because an Uber Eats driver parked so egregiously, like in a walking lane, that like for me to get around the car, the Cars on the other side, like just normal people trying to abide the rules, would have had no chance to see me. And I, a guy almost literally clipped me. And I got a wheel that still feels wonky. We're not a year, we're not a year out yet. I mean, you'd laugh if you saw me cross the street when that ticker has five seconds left on it. Like it's still like probably a humorous scene. Cause I, I, you know, I'd still, um, it is a vicious it was a vicious one I suffered. Uh and we're still not fully there. So yeah, no. Screw them all. Tick them all. Ticket them all. All of them. All of them. Pay them. And make more it and make it more expensive general. too. To all. make it make it more expensive too. So the people can't just say, Oh, it's a cost of doing business. Make it really expensive uh for a parking ticket if it's not your first one. Uh and really you know, first one is a grace area after that, like don't be so selfish. Jeff is off to look for treasure. Uh, don't be so selfish. Park where you're allowed to park. Don't park where you're not allowed to park. I mean, just do what I do. Park wherever you want. If they give you a house, and be like, I'm TV's Pat Mayo. Fuck you, pal. And just keep walking. You know what? <laughs> they say nothing to you. Not the cops. They'll give you a ticket and probably tell you. But normal people, eh, what are they going to do? Paul. Well, sure, normal people. Can we, can we uh, talk smack about people who park on the road when they have, like... An empty, empty driveway. driveway. That, that's how this came up earlier Those today. Those people drive me crazy. Because just like I, I drive by them all the time on like a relatively busy road near the office And, and it's a narrow And it's road. very hilly. Yeah. It's pretty narrow. It's like there's really not parking. Like there, there's no signs for it. So I guess it's legal. But it's like you probably shouldn't. And like if they'll have people on both sides of the road. And just like if you're driving by, it's like you got to be very, very careful. Because like, you have to cross the line, and if two of you are going by at the exact same time, like if you have an if you have a spot in your driveway, it's like what is like why don't you park in your driveway? I just never really understood that. So yeah, screw those people too. We yeah, should- and also you're like mom, you're like mom four by four pulling over for your fucking Starbucks. Get the fuck out of here. 
for your $14 medium. I don't, I fucking hate you. Thinking you, you pretentious fuck, can park wherever you want just because you're running in to get a coffee. I wish the eye in the sky caught them all. New England. Don't break the rules. Yeah. New England at Las Vegas to kick off the late slate of games. Vegas is a one point dog at home against the Patriots. 44 and a half is the over under Patriots still. They're fighting, Tim. They're fighting to get in there. Here's a problem. They're in there now. Yeah, playoffs don't start today. But here's a problem for the Patriots. They're not any good. Yeah. I mean, it took Hopkins fumbling the ball, holding it like a loaf of bread. It took Cliff Kingsbury being dumb at the end of the first quarter or first half. Uh, it took Kyler being severely hurt. Like a lot of things had to go wrong last night for the Patriots, but give them their due. They won the game. They played well. The Raiders just came off of what is probably the worst loss of the season. Um, I say probably, maybe there's something worse. I'm not thinking of, but that's probably got to be the most gut wrenching loss of the season. The way they lost to Baker Mayfield. I like the Patriots here. I don't know if that Raiders win is comebackable. That's sort of the sort of thing that leaves, I think, some scar tissue. Man, that could be wrong, but I, I think that's that you can't trust the Raiders. I knew you couldn't trust them. We picked the Rams last week. I think both Jeff and I did. No, you, me, trust you, you and I, you and I both picked. Them. You and I did because you, you and could, I. You can't Rams. trust. You can't trust Oakland this year. They're just not worthy of. Well, because they don't even play in Oakland, so it'd be tough to trust them. Whatever. Anyway, so I will take the the Raiders here in this spot. The league. Wait, are you, are you taking? Hold the on. Patriots. The are Patriots. You, I am taking the Patriots. They're on the free money parlay as well. <laughs> See, you're you're really trying to get the curse juices behind the Patriots here, Jeff. No, I, no, I, I just I, think I, like they're, no, gonna, they're we know well we know we we know what you're doing. They're not offensively well coached. I can tell you that much. No, but they only have so much talent. Jeff, the Raiders are going to win this game. I really hope so. I mean, that's what Jeff, the Charger fan, needs. So we're cheering for the Raiders. I will say. As Tim hates the Patriots, all Dolphin fans hate the Patriots, Paul hates the Patriots, but, like, there's still us on the outside who have never been able to beat them, who they've beaten in the playoffs multiple times, who, like, when we play in the regular season, just embarrass us time after time. That's my experience with the Patriots. So maybe, like a lot of AFC East fans, I am so scorned to think that this not talented Patriots team is going to take my goddamn playoff spot. Cause that's what life has told me is going to happen. And not Tim's team's going to take it this team. So I'm annoyed already. Um, snapping into reality for a moment. I think the league did a, such a disservice. This Cardinals Patriots game from yesterday's from Monday night football. Should have just been the run of the mill Sunday, four o'clock. McDaniels versus Belichick. This should have been the game that got on Monday night football. It was, yeah, it was the Sunday nighter, though. Oh, it was? They flexed Yeah, oh, they flexed yeah, it out right. for, for Commanders Giants. Uh, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. But I like this is a good one. The Patriots, I hope the Raiders like their coach. And, and I know it sounds silly to say, but maybe the Raiders. Like, they really got caught, at least maybe from a coaching staff perspective in a look-ahead situation. But now they'll have extra rest. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when sort of priming the Patriots' next little bit, I thought they'd come out of this den- this desert swing one-and-one, one, so I don't, I don't know. 
I actually think the Patriots are going to win. So give me the Patriots. Although I so biasly want the Raiders to win. I will be, I really want the Raiders to win this game. Because then the Patriots got to play the Bengals. So if they could lose this game, then they could be really maybe, you know, in a spot of worry. And it allows me to lose a game if they lose a game. Well, So lose, please, but I'm picking them. If the Raiders lose this game, I think we need to launch a full-scale investigation into Crooked Tillery's email account, Tim. <laughs> See if he's on the so, take. I, I really think, I thought that was going to be the highlight of Jeff's week last week because uh, I didn't think the Chargers are going to win. I, I really thought Tillery ruining that game for the Raiders was going to like be the thing that set Jeff's soul on fire for the whole week. It was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. You're still enjoying it. Cardinals. Cardinals at Broncos. Broncos favored by two and a half. Main screen game. Yeah, we got uh, Colt McCoy and Brett Rippon. Arizona, plus two and a half. Yeah, Denver's on that, even though Denver covered last week. Denver's on that. I don't ever pick Denver list, so I like Arizona. Coin likes Denver. Who'd you say, Jeff? I like Arizona. One of those real. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't need to say any more than Arizona. That's fine for this game, unless it's your super lock. We don't care. <laughs> no, it's just going to be one of those scores like those Broncos Colts games or brought those weird Bronco low scoring pathetic football games. You Arizona by a field goal or two points. Bengals at Bucks. The Bengals are favored by three and a half points on the road against Tampa. Let's keep picking on Tampa. Bengals for me, Tim. Uh, Bengals here too. Tampa is garbage. Yes. Coin is taking the Bengals. Bengals are, on, Bengals are on the money line parlay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate the Bengals losing this game, so they like not want to lose two in a row and get back and beat the Patriots. But this is as much a fade against the the Bucks, who I can't even remember the last time I picked them to win or cover anything. Round to Cincinnati is, oh, your team, Tennessee at the Chargers. Chargers favored by two and a half points against the division leading Tennessee late Tom, This is like a real revenge game for you, isn't it, Jeff? You hate the Titans for reasons. Yeah, there's a lot here. And people who are in the orbit or longtime fans, you know, would know that, yeah, wow, the NFL schedule in December gave Feinberg back-to-back friend division games. Wow. <laughs> Wow, we've spoken about it before. You've got your real-life division, but when you live somewhere like where I live, where in Toronto with no NFL team, it's this potpourri of NFL teams and favorite teams, and, uh, yeah, we don't all cheer for the same teams. Me and my friends, we cheer for different teams, and uh, friend division games are big, and I got two in a row. So I put the Dolphins into a pretzel, and I watched the Jags just dismantle the Titans and the way this NFL season is gone, I'm watching that game like thinking, oh my God, this is so bad for the Chargers. Because if you just bet the team that looked horrible the week before, you'll be fine. Like, that's how you bet this league. You bet teams almost at their floor. Um, this game should be a pick em. So I do think you're getting an extra point, point and a half of value with the Titans. Mike Vrabel as an underdog. They got injuries and they got issues in their secondary. They can run the football, if you haven't heard. Thank you for the picture. Shout out to the memes department. People accusing me of putting that picture, having that saved in the drafts, 
lies. I didn't even receive that picture before the game. So there would have been no way to create. And I'm not a pre-creator like Tim, right? Who now, do you go into your drafts and delete the Brazil tweet? Or does it just marinate in there forever? No, I'll, I'll delete it. Like once in a while, you got to go in the drafts and clean it yeah, up. It must be a long clean, time cleaning up all your bad takes that you pre-wrote. Wow. Thanks for just attacking me here. Yes. I gave you uh, credit. You picked an American team to win the Stanley Cup, and I gave you credit. Who that's else true. gave you credit for that? that? No no one else gave me credit but you, so I'll give you that. You did give me credit for that. And I deserved it. So, uh, yeah. So, so J- Jeff, you are taking the Titans? See, here's the thing, Pat. I don't know. I, last week I took the Dolphins, and the Chargers won as big a regular season game as they've had this year. So, like, Tim, what am I supposed to do? Like, you have powers. Like, I want to try to channel. I don't accept that I have powers. But were I you, I I would be terrified that Derrick Henry is going to have 200 yards rushing, and I would pick the Titans. No. Okay, but I mean, like, am I now supposed to ride? Like, until the Chargers lose, should I be picking their opponents? I think you should follow your heart. What does your heart tell you? What do you feel is the right thing to do? that I... I am a volatile, delicate flower. I am so fragile. No, I'm, I'm so not. fragile. It's so easy for me to be pushed off the ledge and get back on. And those four quarters Sunday, baby, back on the ledge. So give me Bolt Fam minus, what are they asking? A two, two, and, a, two, two and a hafer? Yeah, two and a half. I like the Chargers here too. I think until the Titans get themselves right on defense – they're just not going to be able to stop the bleeding. And uh, we talked on the Sunday night show. You couldn't, uh, you knew the Sharps were coming in on the Chargers. Why would that be the case without Derwin James? Mike Williams makes this team good. As much as Tim thinks he sucks, like their offense looks significantly better when he's playing. He sure does. But in the end, because the charge, the, the, the biggest discrepancy he in sure this game. sure does suck? No, no, no. No, no. I, he sure is like the the catalyst to the success of the yeah, Chargers. He creates room. You are right. Yeah. Like his presence creates more room than anyone else on our offense for other people. Too. But the Titans can run the ball effectively and the Chargers are just about the worst team in football. I mean, can, the can the Titans run the ball effectively? They haven't run the ball effectively in five weeks. They started running it really well against the Jags. And that, they got away from it. They had two rushing yards in the second half. They got, I mean, they got away from it completely in the second half. If the Titans commit to running the ball in this game, the Chargers are in real trouble. Uh, they're going to have to do something they haven't been able to do. Like this could be the jo- like Josh Jacobs a couple of weeks ago, all over again, where Josh Jacobs or within even their win against the Cardinals, where James Conner ran for five hundred thousand yards against them. <laughs> like that's the recipe to success against the Chargers: is run, 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 run because they don't have the horses to stop it. So that's what I would do. And uh, I think the Titans will. I, I would agree with you, but I think if that's your, like that seems to be at this point with this matchup where the teams are currently situated, that is Tennessee's like only path of doing this. Like Derrick Henry better rush for 175 yards or they're going to lose the game. Like that's, you're not necessarily drawn to an inside straight draw, but you've like, you know, you're, you've you flopped an open-ended straight draw. You whiffed on the turn, and you're still waiting for the river card to come down. It's not like you have aces against someone's twos. Nope, that's right. But I like the Titans' chances, and, and the Titans are certainly much better coached than the Chargers. So the little advantages go Tennessee's way, I think, in this game. Here's- we got a piggy, but we got a piggyback from last week. Anyone, anyone, a blind squirrel can find a nut. And I called you monorail guy. 
I called you pizza man, <laughs> pizzeria guy who couldn't make a cheese. Well, oh my God, you made me some exotic, like even, what do you call it? There's these, there's these bougie people that eat like uh, artisanal pizzas. pizzas and shit. I don't know, but stay, I don't eat that crap. But Stanley cooked one up for the first time freaking ever. And God damn it, it was incredible. Oh, but can he do it two weeks in a row against another matchup weakness, which is our run? I don't know. I like Pat's like poker analogy. Gives me like, like to his point, like you take one bad holding penalty, you stall in the red zone. Weird little nugget. Weirdest nugget. Didn't get tested on, on the weekend because the Dolphins didn't find a red zone. But the Chargers defense is flirting in top five red zone D. They actually have like shockingly sometimes been able to close the door there way more than people would perceive. So it would have to keep it seven and a half minutes, but God willing, hold them to a field goal like a couple times. Um, Play the old yeah. school mid mid aughts Patriots move where the defense doesn't seem all that good yet. They never give up touchdowns. Yeah, and we'll have to find a way. I don't I don't know how we'll I'm not expecting to stop Derrick Henry, but I am expecting to take advantage of a secondary that cannot stop anybody at the moment. Also, it's Tuesday, so I wish it was Wednesday so I could have some injury insight. But the Titans have a like the Chargers have had a bad. The Titans got a laundry list right now. So it'll be important to keep an eye who comes back. It'll also be important to know Parham's returning, Bryce Callahan's returning. I can't confirm if Derwin James will return. And Ian Rappaport is telling me Joey Bosa will return to practice, which means knowing the Chargers, I'm eyeing three next weeks. week's Monday three weeks. night or three, three, in Indianapolis. Three weeks. three weeks for him. He's just no, returned. no, 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 no. We're going to designate. You, you think where he's going to... Yeah, he's already Not been out. He's, 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 he already, he's already been out for more than what he was anticipated to be out I at know. the back end. <laughs> I'm worried because no, this is my question, because you see teams activate a player. Tim might might know more about this minutia. They have this 21 days to activate window. I've never seen a team actually use the 21 days. They seemingly like use maybe a week. Like, let's let him practice for a week, and then that's like a guarantee activation next week. Um, so, yeah, I guess Bosa is the one guy that would say, no, we're going to use the full 21. Because to Pat's point, Joey Bosa, this is kind of a knock on him, he will not return to the field at 80%. Like, nor, like it's just a, a thing. Well, when you're always when you're always hurt, you kind of want to be a hundred percent because if you play at eighty percent, the chances of you getting hurt go through the roof again. Yeah. So no, and he's at like he's spoken about it in the he doesn't he's not well he's not returning at eighty percent like he's just not. Um, a lot of players would. He is not one of them, unfortunately, for us. But the thought of getting him back, and f- maybe my best football's in front of me. Like that's maybe. what I can. Oh, I, I like that you've and, you've pulled a Tim. You're now high on the team again. No, no, no. I'm just. I said maybe, but I want to say one of the better points I heard last week. Listen, I was on the ledge. You guys heard what I said with Staley. A Bengals fan friend of mine said, "You want to know something, Feinberg? One year ago, this exact time, maybe one year ago, a week ago, we didn't know if Zach Taylor would still have his job." Like, it was very much in the similar situation as Staley. 
is a second year coach. Things are no, we're sort of like treading water. You haven't improved. It was like, this guy's going to get fired. And I'm not, like I said at the beginning, I just want a drip of the Joe Burrow moxie. And I don't think we're capable of going to the Super Bowl. I would love to make the playoffs. I would. But there is some parallels maybe um, to that. But it also looks like the Sean McVay coaching tree fucking sucks. The direct lineage of Sean McVay at the moment might suck. But uh, a good thing here for the Chargers is over the past six weeks, the Titans are 31st in pass defense, fifth in rush defense. Chargers don't run, only pass. That's great. Additionally, 28th on special teams. What are you, fucking Polly D over there getting pumped up? You want to see my special? What am I in special teams? The best. Uh, or, special teams 13th over the past six weeks. Oh, wow. For us, that feels like first place. <laughs> not last. Not last. Like it's, it, it's the anti Ricky Bobby. If you're not last, you're first. It, like, we're not in the bottom four. Every Everything special teams wise looks really good for us. I'm sure this season will end with some horrific special teams incident. I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm hopeful, but can we piggyback a game or two? I don't I don't know. Oh, I was looking at your Carolina pick here. It just when I pulled it up, Tim. Carolina, ninth in special teams. Pittsburgh thirtieth. You'd think that Pittsburgh would be better at special teams. You would. Interesting. But they ain't. Uh Sunday night football, Giants at Washington. Four and a half is the spread. That makes sense considering it was three, I think three or three and a half. Um, when these two teams played in New York a few weeks ago, but I like the Giants plus four and a half. I again think this is a field goal. I think Washington's better than the Giants, but I just think this is a field goal game, so I'll take the four and a half points. Make it easy on myself, Tim. Totally understandable. Totally understandable. Uh, who do I have here? You yeah. love every favorite in division this week, by the way. So I actually like Washington, and they're on my parlay. Okay, I can see that. I just don't like the Giants. I just don't like the Giants. I just, they're just, while they're very well coached, they don't do anything very well, offensively or defensively. Uh, You know, their best players are hurt. They have no one who can catch the ball. It's just, I don't know, Washington coming off a bye. That's a great spot for them. Very unfair for actually New York, for Washington to get to play them essentially back-to-back with a bye in between, and the Giants had to play somebody, like, that's some pretty weird scheduling. If I were a Giants fan, I'd be losing my mind at that scheduling quirk. That's very unjust. Did you but, did yeah. you know, I was just reading this, that the toughest schedule for like time in between games, teams coming off rest, has been Green Bay and it hasn't even been close? Uh, that very well could be. I mean, I know Green Bay this week plays a team coming off Thursday night, for example. I don't know if they've done it four times like we've had to. Yeah, but they also I mean, had, we had they, to play Green Bay. Well, they also got to travel to London and didn't take a bye week. <laughs> well, that's it. And well, they chose that. And actually, we had to play them when they their game finished four or five hours before ours. Yeah, I don't think that they credit that as negative towards the Jets. Are, are the are the Titans on a mini bye because they played at one o'clock last week and the Chargers <laughs> played at night on Sunday? Like, can I complain? No, about but the Chargers that? are a little at a little disadvantage. But you know, whatever. That, that them's the breaks. Mini goddamn Titans off a mini buy. I know, not fair. Very crooked. Uh, who are you taking here, Jeff? I don't even remember who we're talking Giants, about. Giants, Washington, Washington, New York. 
Oh, Washington. Uh, Giants, four and a half. <laughs> this is going to be a stupid one. Last one was a tie. There's just uh, a lot of variable outs on the four and a half. I'll take it, I guess. Yeah. Rams at Packers is Monday night football. So I don't know, you watch the bachelor or something. Oh, it's not until the new year. Whatever else is on a Monday, you could probably watch that. Seven is the spread. I don't know. Can, can we just abstain from picking this game? I have no fucking idea. Uh, oh, but Baker Mayfield is playing Baker Mayfield. I hate this game, but it's in green Bay and outdoors and the cold and the Rams are kind of done with their season, even though they showed some heart the last two weeks. This is a tough spot to get up for a game, a meaningless game, in very unpleasant conditions. Uh, how do you I'll know it's going? How do you know it's going to be unpleasant? Have you looked at the it's weather? It's outdoors. It's dark. It's cold in Green Bay. That we can. Those three things we can guarantee. Or maybe Baker outdoors, loves that. dark and cold. No, he doesn't. Maybe he, he does. not play well in Cleveland in those circumstances. And the whole Rams team just like their season's over. This game is meaningless. Uh, let's just go home, sort of thing. So yeah, I like the like the Packers here. Jeff. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I'll take the uh, the Packers. I don't like. It's an emotional win for the Rams, but I think it'll wear off pretty quickly. Uh, to be honest, I'll take the Packers. Okay, uh, I'm gonna take the Rams because no one else seems to want to. Seahawks, Chiefs. Eh. Can I ask Tim? Has he eh. reevaluated? Because I know he was carrying his coach's water on Sunday. Has he reevaluated how dumb that field goal was? No, it's not dumb because I know what they would have done on fourth down, which is they would have got a first down, not a touchdown. <laughs> and that forty seconds blood off the clock is not as is, is more valuable than four points in that instance. It really is. Like I actually, the more I thought about it, the more it's like, unless you are one hundred percent driving that ball to the end zone, you can't think about going for it on fourth down. Now, do you think that they, maybe maybe they know that and not just you know that? I don't know. Their red zone offense is so spotty that I think they would have taken the free play underneath for the first down rather than take the touchdown. And then that first down is like fool's gold. It's, a pure, it's a pure victory. Even if the strategy then resorts to the time remaining only allows us to onside kick, you got to go for the touchdown when you're down there because getting one would have been exponentially harder under any other circumstance. Uh, it's super tough either way, but I, I, I don't know. I don't think that it is super tough either well, way. Well, no, it is super tough either way. It is super tough. You have like a 3% chance to win no matter Are what. Are people you do. agreeing with this in your little Jets orbit? No one's really talking about it cuz like again, if you can tell me they're going to run that fourth play down play to the end zone, then I'm with you. You have to go for it. But I don't think they would have I think White would have taken the free one underneath, which if you are the opponent, you 100% give the free first down without a touchdown all day long. It's the stupidest thing your team can do. It wipes 40, 40, 50 seconds. You're playing the clock as much as your opponent. No, because you're in a very confined space. It's much easier for the receivers to get back to the line of scrimmage. You're still going to tick off 30 seconds, seconds. Or you can just get back up and and spike it if you want to. Yeah, done. Then you still have to run the play, and you think they're going to score on the next play? No. If your whole concept is that they're never going to score a fucking touchdown, (laughs) of course they shouldn't go for it. If if they're not going to run it for a (laughs) touchdown, you cannot... If it's not a touchdown, you can't consider going for it on that fourth down. That's not an option available to you. It's touchdown or field goal. 
And I'm certain they thought that there's a chance they're not going to get the touchdown. So they took yeah, the field fans goal. aren't angry because it got them a cover, but it was objectively the wrong move. No, I don't think it was. It's only the wrong move if the fourth down play they were going to run was to the end zone. And which you fucking would have been, Tim. Come on. Which it almost certainly would not have been. And they would have, the, because you're against a very smart opponent, you're laughing, like against a smart opponent who's going to give you the free first down. And the Jets would have 100% taken it. I actually don't think there's much of a discussion to be had. And those seconds are simply more precious than the four points are. They Jeff, just are. Jeff, have you, have, Jeff, Jeff, have you, have you, have you eviscerated Jeff? Have no, you, Jeff, spot. Jeff, have you, it, hold on, shut up, shut up. Have you and Jeff, have you encountered a single person who agrees with Tim's take? No. And no I one's think Tim would have eviscerated. No one's talking about it. Tim would have eviscerated like any other coach had they done that. No, no, I wouldn't. In the live moment, I said we should take the field goal. He did That's say that. Next to me. Like yeah. in, the, in, the, in the live moment, I thought, because I know how this team is, you just have to, you have a better chance winning this game with a minute on the clock trying to score a touchdown than you do with 17 seconds trying to get a field goal. Really? But they can't score touchdowns. You just You're right. That. You have 17 it's, seconds it's a, is under the implication you're going to run the ball three times <laughs> from the three-yard line with, like, no, you would have spiked you're gonna it. You're going to lose 30 seconds. into the end zone. You're going to lose 30 seconds, and then the, the amount of time it takes to score the touchdown. Why would they the lose 30 seconds? Because that's how long it's going to take to them to get up and get ready so, and get so set the, and so run the, enough plays. So they're going to run their, their one-yard play, and it would take them 30 seconds to spike well, the ball. Well, it's going to be a six or seven or eight-second play. Why would it be it's an eight? Be it's going to be in your, in your, They had fucking four yards to go. They're I, not I, running I wind sprints about, down I the field. I honestly don't want to talk about this. It's it, the, the, the amount of time left is just too important. It's more important than those four. And scoring the, so the time is more goal. important than scoring the points you need to win the game. You can get them later. In that spot, yes, the clock is just as important. You have essentially said the Jets can only score touchdowns if they're throwing it like 20 yards into the end zone. That's essentially who the Jets are. Have you watched their red zone offense? It's putrid. They couldn't score at all against the, the last two weeks. Like, you can laugh all you want, but I am right on the money on this because – if they run a for, play for a first down, the game is over. Essentially, that's the, the Buffalo. A hundred percent. They're not going to run there. Of course they are. Of course, Mike White is going to who is be who is in absolute agony is going to take his free one underneath and hope that his guy can break it and get across the goal line. There's no debate. There's no doubt in my mind that would have happened. And then you were pissing a lot of time off the clock, plus the amount of time it, it just you you leave yourself needing a field goal in about 14 seconds on the clock. And you've just you you've mismanaged the clock in that way. That's all it did. What he had to do. I like that your I like that your point. I like your point is our team can't score touchdowns, so we might not oh, even can't. we might add, just we'll throw that out. We're not even going to try for touchdowns anymore. We'll just try for field goals. Like that's if you're not, but they weren't. But it's but it's the fact. And obviously, the decision to kick the field goal sh- underscores my point, which is that they probably weren't going to run a fourth down play to the end zone from there. I think that actually explains why they did it, which it proves that on this one, my argument's bulletproof. Let, uh, bulletproof argument from Tim Andercast. Let's hear from you in the comment section about this, whether you think Tim is correct or incorrect on this. And Tim, when it's like 100 to 1, uh, if you put in your burner account and agree with you. No, no, I made ev- my case. And everyone else disagrees with you. Be like, See, everyone, people are saying they agree with Given me. Given that the Jets and you'll, were you'll, almost certainly not going to run a play to the end zone. Put, that, you you, you don't know that. 
I do know that. You don't know it, that. But the fact that they didn't go for it tells me all I need to know about the play they would have called on. Or, or they're just poorly coached. I don't think so. Maybe they and maybe I, they I'm knew not, maybe they knew maybe they knew because it was in two minutes that if they didn't try to go to the end zone it was like really close that he couldn't even challenge for the first down if it came down to it. Well, he, he lo- does love to he does love to I do mean, that. I criticize him as much as anybody. Uh, you know, I don't give many free passes. I thought that was the right thing to do. I said it in the moment. Uh, I stand by it. I explained why here. Yeah, but I feel like you've been talked to enough about it that. You know you're wrong, and now you're just digging. No, no, on this one, I really feel good about it. I mean, if you can promise me they go for it to the end zone, then, of course, I support going for it. But anything else is ending, essentially ending the game, whether you get the first down or don't. And so it's not worth it. Okay, let's get... It's what they call a Pyrrhic victory. Omaha Steak Premium Picks of the Week. Jeff and Tim are 10-4. and Going for the overall title, I am stuck at seven and seven, so I need them to lose out and me to win out. I think that's my only chance here uh, for a push at this point. Uh, I will go first. So I'm taking Baltimore plus two and a half or uh, plus three. Sorry, Jeff. Wow, I haven't been this like. I have really no strong feel this whole yeah. week. Yeah, you loved Cleveland. I like Cleveland quite a bit. I think they have to be the right side, but not enough to put them on the the, the as the. Omaha Steak Superlock. No chance. This one just feels so slimeball. Yeah. You said you said I, Buffalo. I, I Minnesota bu- or Jacksonville. I'll play against the Bucs because they're trash. Give me the Bengals minus three and a half. I feel good about that at least. And who'd you take, Jeff? I'm deciding between Minnesota and Jacksonville. Really? You like Minnesota that much? The Colts will no, get that's the, the problem. The, the Colts will get the Colts will get you. Give me Jacksonville, but like Tim said, this thing could be like that freaking Lions game where you're just like, I'm the dumbest person ever. Jeff just likes picking cats. <laughs> that's his entire betting strategy. No, <laughs> that's the other show. Oh yes, that's right, the one that wants to stab Tim when he's not looking. Not no, it's more Jeff than me. It's really no, not. I... It's really not. It's you. No, I I've never. Jeff. I have never. I've ne- you're the one that always brought up Tim uh, Cam's like mooching for half points. No, I brought Tim. it up one time. Well, you know no, that, you... that's enough. Their lips to get you thrown in the back of a trunk. Evidently, I, why I, I waved the take, white flag? I did take a shot at Pozzola <laughs> in in an indirect way just by citing like y- you know just a couple of plebes, you know, bumpkins like you and me. And our Omaha steak um, picks combined twenty and eight. You know, no, no data there. OmahaSteaks.com is site wide, fifty percent off right now. Plus promo code Mayo will get you an extra forty dollars off at checkout. So I don't want to say you'd be stupid if you didn't do it, but you're at least a moron if you don't do it. Okay, OmahaSteaks.com, get it for you now. Paul just got two of them, didn't you, Paul? I did, and if you live in Canada, get on it fast because... The 21st is when they're coming in. But yeah, the, the ones that I ordered to Ontario last night are coming in on the 21st. Yeah, the, the ones I sent to Cam are coming on the 21st. Mine are coming on the 21st. And if you are Canadian and want to use it... So if you want it there by uh, Christmas. T- type in Canada at the top because there's different packages for Canada versus the United States. I found that out. Anyway, Tim's... set. What, what is it, Jeff? I'm going to flip. I'm going to take the Packers. 
on Monday, I'll lay that touchdown. Sorry. Green Bay minus seven. Totally forgot you. Off a buy. Aaron Rodgers, maybe his last primetime game. Yeah, Lambeau, we'll put on a, a show. Yeah. Okay. So the Saturday parlay, Tim, is Minnesota-Cleveland-Buffalo money line? Yep. And then Sunday is Dallas-New England-Cincinnati-Washington? That's correct. That one plays plus 500. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Did you know that if you lose both of these, you are one game away from falling 100 games below 500? Yeah, that's fine, and I'm so unconcerned about it that I don't have to pick two this week, and I chose to pick two. You like it. Did you know that Amalie en Paris is returning? I feel like you'd be very excited about that. I did not know that. <laughs> I heard the guy that tails Tim and was in uh, FTX is more annoyed with his minus 100 units from Tim. <laughs> Didn't that guy go to jail today or get arrested or something? Yeah, apparently. Couldn't be uh, worse than the guy who tailed my free money opening night Maple Leafs Oilers stick from a few years ago. Put his rent check on it because I called it free money. <laughs> well, maybe uh, maybe your words mean He won, more. by the way. He won, by the way. I, I've never sweated out a doubleheader more than that in my life. You told him he was free money. I listened to your show. I bet my rent on it. Oh, there are people think there's people out there who like stumble across the show and think it's supposed to be very serious analysis. We are trying to be as serious as we can. That's the joke. <laughs> that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. Whew. We got, we have to figure out, uh, maybe we don't rant for 29 minutes off the top next week here. If Depends we have... how the games go with <laughs> the Jets and Chargers. I suppose that's true. Uh, So for Jeff Feinberg, for The Coin, for Paul, I'm Pat Mayo, and on the line was Franz Andergust. Tim Andergust. It's not my name. My name is Liam Neeson. It's my accent. I'm a very good actor. And I look nothing like Franz. I uh, have a very particular set of skills. Is it looking like Franz? You no, look I don't as like... much like Franz as you sound like Liam Neeson. Great. All right then. Fine. But you think you don't think I sound anything like him. But you think you but you think you sound like him. So I, which I one are I've you admitting? On do you do you I've sound like on do you sound like Liam Neeson or do you not look like Franz? Which one is it? I choose not to answer that question. Hmm. Okay. You can play in both listeners' leagues. Those are down in the description. You can get in the giveaway. There's still $1,500 to be given away. We'll do that uh, with whatever guest that I find to do the Friday show with me with Tambo in New Orleans. Send your good wishes to Tambo at the DraftKings Fantasy Football World Championship. I am hoping he wins $2.5 million. That'd be awesome. Should I send my best wishes? No, you shouldn't. And then that fake Tim Andercust account was sending sending Tambo best wishes. And people thought it was you. I only run one Twitter account. Yeah, my but, own. yeah, but this one is Tim Anderson eight seven seven with like your exact same stuff. Well, it's not me. I only run my own account. That's why I should have always been verified because people would try to like fake me. But anyway, smash the like while you're here and sub to Mayo Media Network. That will do it for us. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.